The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. And welcome to a very Brady podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Tack. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello. 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 And on this podcast, we celebrate the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch, as we break down the bunch one episode at a time. We take the episode, Jimmy, as you know, mm-hmm. we break it down. Hell yeah. We totally make it disgusting looking, so right. much so that its dad will walk out on them forever. Well, not forever, just for a long time. Yeah. All for you, the listeners. Aww. On today's episode, we take a look at Season 5, Episode 22, entitled The Hairbrained Scheme. The series finale, Jimmy. Dang, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Paramount+. Plus. And Amazon Prime. It's weird without the Hulu and CBS All Access, isn't it? I know. This this Ugh. episode's just all weird. It's the finale, it is all Jimmy. Weird. I don't know what to do with her. I don't know what to do. Oh god, it's all funny looking. <laughs> it's all silly looking. <laughs> uh, it's a finale. Can you believe this? Like, no, I can't. It's crazy. God, we've been. Through. I keep I keep expecting us to go. Oh shit, season six, of course. Like, <laughs> God, how can we forget season six? But that's not happening. Uh, but that's remember, crazy. listeners, this is not a very Brady podcast finale. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're just Don't talking about the, uh, the the Brady bunch itself. That's all we're yeah. talking about. We're mm-hmm. not going anywhere. No, no, no. Oh, God. Five seasons of the show, and it's this is it. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry, I need a moment. <laughs> that is insane. <sighs> but it's been fun. We've met some cool people along the way. Oh, for sure. You know, sure. it started off, Tack told me this idea. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to do <laughs> a podcast about Andy Griffith. I'm like, why? How <laughs> many people don't know that story? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? And he's like, because it's, it's just a cool show. All right, man, that's cool. <laughs> and I'm going to have a guest on every week. I'm at, right on. You want to do it? Yeah, of course. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the next day. Yeah, I changed my mind. I'm doing Brady Bunch. Like, what? <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was like a last minute change too, man. Like, it was literally the night before I, I yeah. had my first guest lined up for the Andy Griffith show. It was going to be called Welcome to Mayberry. Mm-hmm. And it was calling me all, but just like this, but just all about Andy Griffith. Is that Ron? Yeah, it was Ron. Yeah. All set up, ready to go. It was literally like 9 p.m. and I was recording the next day. <laughs> and then I texted him and I'm like, hey, I'm changing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the Brady Bunch and he goes I fucking hate the Brady Bunch I was yeah, like well you're still yeah. going to be a guest right he was like yeah <laughs> I was like alright <laughs> I'm certainly I'm glad I changed it I can't believe I didn't think of it to begin with what was wrong with me I'm glad I joined on I mean I was involved so a little bit in season one I, I want to <laughs> say I was on season two I'm sorry uh, episode two I think or three 
Uh, One of the you, were, you were on season two, I think. Episode two. Episode two, yeah. 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 You were in a lot of episodes throughout season one. <laughs> and I was noticing, like, because I started seeing a pattern. Every time you were on, we had more <laughs> we had more downloads on episodes that you were on than anybody That's else. That's funny. Yeah. And hmm. the listeners are certainly happy that... Uh, Right. <laughs> you know, you got, added we, on we have had a few people over the years ask us to redo season one. So, <clears> I mean, we might, we might do an episode here and there <laughs> over, you know, hiatuses and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know that it's a priority only because nobody will know we're redoing it. So what it'll look like is that we're just not uploading anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause so, we only have time for like one episode a week. So. Right. Right. And so. uh, somebody recently, I, th- I want to say it was Jim Larison. Just recently asked, hey, are you going to go back and do the the measles episode? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we still got to do that episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now, what we could do, and I, I don't know that we want to, but what we could do is redo season one in, in a whole season of itself, like season six. We could do that, but that would be confusing for people. Yeah. I think yeah. it was just better to just move on. Maybe when we have time, maybe we'll release season one episodes to Patreon people. Yeah, maybe. That'd be fun. We, I did it. Well, I mean, we we did have some good guests in season one, so I don't yeah, want to yeah, yeah. negate that at all. But Yeah, I don't want people to feel like, you know, like their episode wasn't liked. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Did we did we ever release the um, the Hope Juber episode to the No, public? yeah, maybe I'll give it to them after, next week. Okay. So that so way that'll be the true finale. <laughs> that way they'll it'd be like a bonus episode. And that way they can, you know, still listen to us one more time during our hiatus. There you go. Yeah. So look forward to the Hope Juber interview uh, next yes, week. Yes, for sure. And uh, Patreons have already heard. Producers are like, like that old news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already listened to like 20 times. It's fucking boring now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But hey, if you're a producer, you can get early access to stuff like that. Just saying. Yep. The producers just make fun of you for not having it. They're like, those pussies haven't heard it yet. <laughs> no, no, they're like, hey, that. remember that time when Hope Juber said, oh, that's right. You haven't heard it yet. Never mind. <laughs> <clears throat> that's funny. No, we don't. We don't. We don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah. The, really, the, the one of the main reasons why we released it to the Patreon people is well, for one, they're Patreon people and they support us. Not that the regular listeners don't, that's not what we mean. Right. right. But also <clears throat> because we had sourced questions from the Patreons. And so because we sourced questions from them, we felt um, we had the responsibility of releasing it to them first. So that's yet another reason. It's not like we were just saying, no, nope, gotta be a Patreon person. No, we're not. We <laughs> no, joke. You'll still we get it like that. No. Yeah. You'll yeah. get it next week. You'll get it next week. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned at the end of the episode. We're going to talk about all about in a little more detail of what we're doing next season when we come back from our Mm -hmm. hiatus, and we'll discuss that at the end of the episode. Yes. Yes, yes. What's the the funniest thing you can think of from the show so far? Oh, God. (laughs) Spring that on me all of a sudden? Yeah. The funniest thing? Oh, my God. Like the part where we laugh the most. I know, right? You're talking about the Brady Bunch, right? Not a very Brady podcast. No, the very Brady podcast. Like oh, shit. A moment on the show that we laugh the most at. I like, don't even know. <laughs> it's like every week we laugh at shit. Yeah, well, recently it was the, the Harry Winkler. Like oh, of course, it was <laughs> your joke. 
That was funny. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Jimmy only laughs who at his own that? jokes. Who said that? That's that's right. That was me. That's me. <laughs> No, that was pretty funny though. But there's been a few times where me and you just we have to stop recording for a minute because we're just laughing way too hard. Oh, and one thing the listeners don't know is a lot of our best jokes end up on the cutting room floor. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, because we feel like it might be a little bit, a little bit. Dark, too, I mean, we say a lot dark, of stuff on this show. Yeah, we say a lot of stuff on this show, but you know, we we don't oh, want to yeah. offend anybody. I had to cut out probably. Um, a minute and a half of really good shit from, I think it was from last yeah. week's episode. And I was yeah. like, God, I really want to put this in here, but yeah. it's just too dark. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Me, me and Tack have a unique sense of humor. Like me and him both believe that, you know, the best time for jokes, the worst time for a joke. Exactly. And a lot of people don't think that way. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, like a case in point, um, some years ago, about eight years ago, can you believe it's been eight years? Um, I don't know. Me and Tack's moms passed away. Oh. And, um, afterwards, um, we, my family had just had a family reunion oh. and my mom passed away and they had literally just went home. And like two weeks after they went home, they're like, so do we need to come back? Well, my mom was being cremated. So we thought, well, she's being cremated regardless. So I don't think she cares. So let's just wait till next year's reunion. You know, she's, yeah. you know, freeze dried, so to speak or whatever. And, um, and then like six months later, my brother passed away. We had him cremated as well. Right. Uh, Jimmy, so can we not forget about my cat that passed away too? That's right. Your cat passed away too. But Jesus. there's a point to, to think for yourself. <laughs> 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 and so, of course, when it came time for the family reunion, I started making jokes that my mom and my brother were coming out of the closet because they were in my closet. So, <laughs> you know, that's the kind of joke. That's the kind of sense of humor me and Tiger. Yeah. That's a very light example. But yeah, well, I'm trying to keep it light because I mean, I know there's deeper stuff. <laughs> We've some really messed up dark humor yeah, about yeah. our dead mothers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Even just saying that sounds bad. <laughs> and it's kind of rubbed off on my wife. I, I've I've kind of rubbed off on my wife. I've yeah. rubbed off on my wife. Is that what you did lot. this weekend? Yeah, yeah. And um <clears throat> and so there was one time we were driving in the car and this was after my mom died. And this is, no, I swear this is funny. And, um, we're sitting there driving and I said, I made a comment because at work we use isopropyl alcohol and my hands were dry. Right. Okay. And I made a comment. I was like, man, my hands are so dry. And I, all I hear her say, cause I'm driving. All I hear her say is, you know what? And then she just stops. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I look over and she's got big tears rolling down her face. I'm like, what happened? All I said was my hands were dry. She goes, I almost made a joke, but it's too messed up. I was like, you got to tell me now. Like, you can't leave it like that. <clears throat> and she said, I almost said, you know who else is dry? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so it's being a your mom joke. So that's that's the, the level of darkness that we go to sometimes. My, uh, my buddy at work, Matt, shout mm -hmm. out. Matthew. Hey, I have a friend named Matt at work, too. It, hey. Is it the same Matt? I don't know. Is he tall with short hair? Well, he's bald. Okay. And a big old long beard, like longer than mine. He doesn't have a beard, but is he, is he into golf carts? I mean, he's driven golf carts. We did oh, that okay. at SpaceX together for years. Okay. No. Anyway. No, that's not the same. <clears throat> okay. So <laughs> I think it was uh, today or it might have been yesterday. Me and him were uh, at work together and... Uh, um, he said something that just set up a great mom joke, and I don't remember what oh, he no. said. But and so I was like, "Well, 
And then I stopped for a second because I remember his mom passed away just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it like really, really tore him up like bad. Oh, like shit. he was, it really oh, messed him up. <laughs> and so I was like, well, so is your... And then he was like, what? And I was like, I was about to do a your oh, mom no. joke, but I forgot. And he was like, dude, it's okay. Your mom's dead too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, well, your mom, da, 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 da. and he was like, that's awesome. So you're allowed to do your mom jokes to him only if your mom's passed away also. That makes sense. Otherwise yeah. he'll be like, dude, that's fucked up. My mom's dead. You know, otherwise he will get offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Matt. He told me to do a shout out to him today. So that's like my five-year-old came back with a zinger. He comes up to me and my wife and he's like, Hey, check this out. And he starts like dancing around. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm twerking. Yeah. I'm like, you're twerking. Yeah. Then I asked that dreaded question and I, Susan, as soon as I left my mouth, I'm like, I shouldn't have asked that. Where'd you learn that from? <laughs> Boy turned around and went, your mom. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. My son, when he was like, I don't even know how old he was. Probably like five or six. He said something like, like, I'm looking for something. It's big and it's round and it's your mama. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> my, son, yeah. my son actually made a really funny joke. This was, he was probably like eight or nine or something like that. And this is actually a thinker. Like it took me a second. And I, and once I figured it out, I freaking lost it. He goes, <clears> you want to hear a joke I made up? And I'm like, okay. Uh-oh. And he goes, how are Titanic... And the sixth sense similar. No clue. They both have icy dead people. <laughs> do, you get, do you get it? Yeah. it took me yeah, a second. Like my, wife used, my wife used to have a shirt that said Titanic swim team on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's like, you know, icy dead people and yeah. icy mm-hmm. dead people. It took me a second. I was like, what? I was like, that's from I the feel sixth like sense, everybody but- got it immediately. And you're like, no, listen, guys, listen. <laughs> I see dead people. We're all like, yes, tack. Yeah. 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 I see dead people. Yep. No, no, I don't think you understand. I see. I see why. I not I see why. I see why. Opposite of Slurpee. Dead people. Get it? Because they're frozen in the water. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was pretty brilliant for his age. That's pretty Oh man, I just right. I can't believe it. I feel like we're we're meandering because yeah. it's the last episode. And, and if we start, then it'll just be over. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a joke I heard the other day was what's the difference between a literalist and a kleptomaniac? Um I don't know. One takes things literally, and the other one takes things literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. All right. All right. All right. All right. I didn't make that up, though. I saw that on Facebook. (laughs) We bored them long enough. Yes, we have. Yeah, we should probably get started. All right. So let's take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to start it off with the finale. Cool, cool. We're going to get into it and break it down. All right. We'll be back. Thank you. 
Hey there, comic book fan. We've got a few questions for you. Were you obsessed with X-Men as a kid? Did you stand in line to get a copy of The Death of Superman in the Black Polybag? Did you buy every Image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves? Then have we got the show for you. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation. In our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more! You'll get mini-episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. And remember to keep your books bagged and boarded. Yes, Lord. All right. So we get the Brady Bunch season five, episode 20, entitled The Harebrained Scheme. Amen. Mm-hmm. Facts about the episode. It first aired on March 8th, 1974. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. written by Charles Stewart. Amen. And directed by Kevin's dad, Jack Arnold. Hallelujah. Sorry. <laughs> According to IMDb, Jan Call Eve was written on the blackboard in the opening scenes in the background. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, in case people don't know, the actress who plays Jan is E. Plum. So, uh, when Bobby can't sell any of his hair tonic, he says he's going to give up. Carol tells him winners never quit. She mentions a man by the name of Carl Mahakian. Mahakian? Okay. Saying no one had ever heard of him because he quit. In reality, Carl Mahakian was the series post production coordinator. Hey. <laughs> So she called him a quitter. That's fucked up. Yeah. And she also said that nobody's ever heard of him. Damn. Dang. She called him a nobody and a quitter. That's messed up. (laughs) See, that's the reason I don't like Carol. (laughs) When Greg confronts Bobby about his orange hair, we're going to get into that. Bobby is trying to laugh, but this is actually Mike Lukenland breaking character. (laughs) Well, yeah, the thought of somebody with red hair, I mean, or orange hair, rather. Yeah. It's enough to make anybody laugh. Hmm. Funny. Robert Reed was written out of the episode. He felt that the plot involving hair tonic was implausible. Even well, though I mean, it come on. Somebody with orange hair? Come on. <laughs> when, he, when he began arguing with the producers over the script, studio security wanted to remove him from the set. However, Sherwood Schwartz would not allow it because he felt that it would be too distressing for the kids. Reed remained on the set to watch the filming of the episode, which would ultimately become the final episode of the series. Carol refers to Mike's absence and passing in the closing segment in which the family returns home from Greg's graduation ceremony. She says to Greg, we're so proud that you graduated with honors, Greg. Too bad your father was out of town and had to miss it. Hmm. 
And finally, this episode features the fourth appearance of Sherwood Schwartz's daughter, Hope Juber. A home girl. And yeah. the second appearance of Flohan's daughter, Barbara Bernstein. I didn't realize that was her daughter. That's awesome. Mm. Good old uh, Hope. Yep. She was also on the uh, Slumber Caper, too. And um, as, as was uh, um, Robert Reese's daughter, also on that episode. The Slumber Caper, to me, sounds like an 80s Disney like cartoon. The great slumber <laughs> caper. Yeah, All right. So you ready to fade in one last time on the Brady Bunch? Yeah. Okay. So we fade in. Our final story opens up with Greg pulling into the driveway in a red convertible. He gets out of the car, all smiles as he walks around the passenger side and pulls out his graduation cap and gown. He throws it over his shoulder and walks inside. I think that's the last scene they ever shoot in the driveway. Oh, so he didn't put his cap and gown in any sort of bag or anything. And he's in a convertible <laughs> that would have thrown away. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So oh. that quick story real quickly from today, okay. this morning I was in, uh, at work and for people who don't know, now I work for FedEx and I'm like a delivery guy. So he, I drive the typical big FedEx trucks with the both side doors open, you know, and right, mm-hmm. you know, riding down the road. <clears throat> and I had my hat on. Um, and as I'm driving along, wind just goes and blows my hat off my head and out the door and into the street. And I was like, son Oops, of a bitch. So I had to stop. stop. And get it? Yeah, I stopped and got it. <laughs> you should probably turn it backwards when you're driving. It was backwards. Oh, wow. Yeah, so now I just don't wear it when I'm driving, like, on the highway. I'm, I'm glad I don't work for FedEx, because I guarantee they don't have a hat that's going to fit my head. I'll be well, this, is, this is my own hat. This wasn't a oh, FedEx oh. hat, so. Oh, okay. Scene two. When Greg enters the kitchen, still carrying his cap and gown, he greets Alice and Carol. Carol sees his cap and gown and says, oh, Greg, you got it. Greg holds it up and says, yes. Carol asks, oh, can you put it on for us? Greg says, Oh, not now. Carol pleads as Alice says, come on, give us a sneak peek. Greg smiles at Alice and says, okay. As he puts it on, the doorbell rings. Bobby yells out, I'll get it. Once Greg puts his gown on, Carol says, oh, my son, the scholar. Greg puts the final touch on his head and asks, do I look okay? Carol says, oh, Alice, isn't he handsome? Alice smiles with pride and nods her head. Carol goes on. I just can't believe you're finishing high school. I mean, you're so stupid. That's what it sounds like. I can't believe you actually graduated. Alice. (laughs) What's that? With honors. (laughs) Alice says, seems like only yesterday he was just starting. She then thinks to herself and says, the way I figure my age, it was. Carol says, yeah, just think four more years. He'll be graduating from college. Greg says, if I make the grades, Carol puts her hands on her hips and says, oh, you'll make the grades. All right. Greg steps in a little closer to Carol and playfully asks, you sure, huh? (laughs) Carol says, sure, because I'll give you an incentive. (laughs) No, if you don't, we'll kill you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Carol then laughs and kisses her son on the cheek, but then gets serious and runs her index finger across her throat. 
No, she doesn't. I put that in. I put it in for effect. <laughs> Just then, Bobby comes running into the kitchen, carrying a heavy box, shouting, it came, it came, it finally came. <laughs> Greg says, dude, that's not something we celebrate around here. Keep it in the bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's gross. No, Carol asks, <laughs> what came? Bobby slams the heavy box on the table and says, this package. What's in this package is going to make me a million bucks. Still pointing Bobby. to his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant dick? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Bobby then tears open the box. <clears throat> so <laughs> I like how he said no to Carol, but okay to Alice when she was like, try it on. He's like, no. And Alice is like, please. And she, he's like, okay. All right, all right. You, you feed me, so you're good. <laughs> also, was he trying to fuck Carol there? It kind of seemed like it, didn't it? And this must have been the time where he had a crush on... Crush on uh, no, that was him. like early. That was like season one type of stuff. Oh, was Season it? two, oh. I don't know. But it was just like, it was so weird that he just like steps into her, like walks really close and and he's just like, oh, you sure, huh? And then the way he like looked down at her at her hips and then looked back at her chest and like looked her back in the eye and stuff it was weird. No, I'm yeah. teasing. <laughs> You're looking at me like what? <laughs> anyway, I, I can't remember if my mom ever made me put on my cap and gown. I, I can't remember, but I don't think she did because we had to rent ours. I don't know how it was when you graduated, but we rented ours. We couldn't keep it or anything. And if you got it dirty or anything, like you had to pay for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I graduated in summer school, so I didn't get to walk oh, or wear okay. a cap. And I, I don't think I ever knew that. Yes, you did. Um, what? Of course, you had to. Did I? I, I never that. got to walk or wear a cap and gown or anything. So, like, you I, can't walk. <laughs> so I <laughs> I just had one class I had to pass, and I'm and decided to take it in summer school. And I'm pretty sure the only reason why the guy passed me is because I was. Going into the Navy in like two days. Okay. <laughs> so, and then so once I finished up summer school, I went to the office and then she was like, and the woman in the office was like, did you pass? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay, do you want the principal to give this to you? And I was like, no, nah, just give it here. And then I just mm-hmm. drove home and showed my mom and she was like, oh, yay. And then I left for the Navy two days later. <laughs> so when the kids asked, did he play it off like... That's for losers. I go to a stupid graduation ceremony. <laughs> Commencement. Okay, that's for freaking nerds. Did you try to play it off like that or what? No, no. No. Um, <laughs> no, my other note is, so maybe that's why the show was canceled, because Greg got bad grades and Carol murdered him. Oh, my God. I mean, how would they explain that? You know what I mean? They had they had no choice, Tech. They had to cancel the show. <laughs> and how does he not know if he, like... He doesn't know what grades he has yet. He's literally graduating in like two days. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. No clue. Scene three. After Bobby opens the package full of bottles, he says, how about that? Carol pulls one of the bottles out and asks, you're going to make a million dollars from hair tonic? Greg laughs his motherfucking ass off <laughs> <laughs> as Bobby defensively says, it's not just hair tonic. It's neat and natural hair tonic. Oh. If you want to look neat, this can't be beat. Okay. Alice suspiciously says, I've never heard of it. <laughs> Greg says, me neither. Bobby says, well, you can't buy it in stores, only from us independent dealers. Mm. Carol asks, Bobby, how do you plan to make a million dollars from this? Bobby says, very simple. 
I bought each bottle for a dollar, and the Neat Natural Company guarantees that I can sell each for $2. So I sell all 24 bottles, I make $24. I sell a million bottles, I make a million dollars. Greg says he's been using that stuff on his own head, and it went soft. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Carol asks, Bobby, how did you get involved in something like this? These things are just gimmicks to get your money. Bobby says, not this one. There was a big ad in my magazine. Greg scoffs and says, going to make a million dollars with that junk. <laughs> and then he walks off. No, he said he, he tech. <laughs> Bobby says, boy, is he dumb. He's going into college and doesn't even know a thing about business. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking? It was so nice hearing Carol talk mature and forward thinking, and she actually sounds somewhat intelligent. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Wonder why that is. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you're going to see more of that later. (laughs) (laughs) That's why why I put Carol's lines were totally supposed to be for my (laughs) kicking All of a sudden, she's got a bullshit detector and stuff. It's like, wait a minute, where did this come from? Especially the scene later when they're on the steps and she's like giving good advice. And, <laughs> and the music's playing. It's like, no, 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 no. That's Mike music. That is not Carol music. <laughs> yeah. That must have killed him hearing that when that started playing in the studio. He's like, that's my fucking music. Turn it off. That's probably when they call security on him. Because <laughs> they play the background music on set. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> That's why. That's actually why they don't do it in shows anymore. Because Mike got too mad. <laughs> so now they do it in post. <laughs> Scene four. Up in the girls' room, Cindy is sitting next to her bed and writing in a notebook. She says, I'm going to be a millionaire like Bobby. <laughs> Jan, while sitting on her bed brushing her hair, says, I think one millionaire in the family is enough. <laughs> Marsha, while coming out of the closet, <laughs> chuckles and asks, just, uh, how do you plan on making your millions, Cindy? Cindy says, I got the idea passing Mr. Kirby's pet shop. I'm going to raise rabbits. This gets both girls up and they walk closer to her. Marsha chuckles again and asks, you're going to raise rabbits? Cindy says, sure. On kind of how they multiply. Mm-hmm. Cats, rabbits are good at, at math? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Funny, my sister used to raise rabbits. Like she has the one that lives in Oklahoma. She has a farm or she used to live on a farm and she, that's, she raised rabbits. Like, and they used them up there. You can buy them in the grocery store. They use them for things like obviously rabbit's feet and the eyes are used in the makeup industry and stuff like that. So Did people still do rabbit's feet. I don't know. Apparently she said people <laughs> would buy them. The company bought them. Oh yeah. But how, what do, what do the rabbits do once they have no feet and it's hard for them to like hop and walk around? They just lay around. That's how they make them so fat to eat because they can't get exercise. They can't walk. <laughs> Could you imagine you this whole business plan of rabbits, right? And so you do rabbit's feet and you also sell the meat and you also sell the hide. Right. But you do it in like a ridiculous order. <laughs> well, first you take their eyes, right? And then you let them go and they stumble around and they run into walls and stuff. That's how you tenderize them. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, this is probably not safe, so let's cut their feet off. <laughs> then you cut their feet off, and that makes them, because all they can do is eat, then they can't exercise. And then once they're big enough, 
Then you sell them to grocery stores. Boom. No, then you then you take their fur and their hide. Yeah, but you have to and do it in the summertime. Otherwise, they freeze to death. <laughs> what a horrible business. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's why she got out of it. <clears throat> God, that's terrible. I see bunnies running around all the time, and they're adorable. So mm. Oh, my God, today I was driving down the road, and I had to stop because it was a duck, a mama duck, and like... Six, seven little ducklings like walking behind her across the street. It was adorable. Hmm. So she besides delivering that. packages, you also deliver safety. <laughs> and they delivered cuteness to me. There you go. <laughs> Dutch door action. <clears throat> Scene five. We immediately cut to Cindy in the family room with a crate with two white rabbits inside. Carol, standing with one hand on her hip, says, Cindy. I hope you understand that Romeo and Juliet are going to be your responsibility. Oh, damn. Cindy says, don't worry, Mom. I'll take really good care of them. I'll keep them right up in my room. Carol looks at her and asks, what about your two sisters? Cindy says, they can stay too. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It was funny because I was thinking that joke is what I would have said. And she said, I was like, yes. (laughs) Carol rolls her eyes and says... I was referring to the noise and the smell. Cindy says, don't worry. The rabbits will get used to it. (laughs) Double zinger from Cindy. She's going out on a high note. Carol chuckles and says, oh, Cindy, I think it would be a lot less complicated if we move the rabbits onto the service porch. Mm -hmm. Cindy gets excited and says, that's even a better idea. Cindy then bends down to the rabbits and says, did you hear that? You're going to get first floor accommodations. Ooh. She picks up the crate with the rabbits and Carol just laughs. You know, I used to have two rabbits. Did I tell you that? Is that one of those things you never knew? I used to have rabbits too. Did you? Yeah. I used mm-hmm. to. And this is when I lived in this house. Like since Jake and Caitlin have been alive. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had two rabbits. I had two rabbits and they're, they're more care. Well, you would know too. They're more care than you think. Like people think they're really easy. They're not as easy as you think they are. We had Angora rabbits. I don't know what kind mine were. Mine were big, though. Um, but you have to put a wooden, like a wooden block in their cage for them to chew on because their teeth never stop growing. And we fed ours like leftover vegetables and stuff. And uh, and they poo a lot. So yeah. there's a lot of taking they care of them. They do like little stuff. pellets. They do, yeah. <laughs> um, and contrary to what they look like, they do not look, they do not taste like Cocoa Puffs at, like, at all. Like not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> But the cages they use on there are way too small. Way too small for, for a rabbit to live in. They couldn't even turn around all the way. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we had rabbits when I was before I met you. Um they were Angora and they were actually one was blue. <laughs> no shit. And the other one was I forget the color of the other one. Did you cheer them up? <laughs> you were on fire, sir. Oh dang. <laughs> um so, and the, the blue one's name was um, Azul, which is Spanish for blue. So Cool. Yeah. Like, and my, mine never really had names. <laughs> Just, oh, um, I had a rabbit too when I was really young, back when I used to name pets. <laughs> all know, of like our the, reptiles are named, all 22 of them. Well, I meant so. like when I was like <clears throat> famous for naming things horrible names, but my like mom just ran with it. Yeah. Like I had a, was mine a fish? Mine was yeah. a fish. I think mine was a fish too. Oh, was it? Well, because I, I had asked you. I, I was like, yeah. I told my wife, we're going to let Tack name our fish. And she's like, all right, whatever. So we had this <laughs> one eyed fish. I was like, Tack, I got a fish. So what do you want to name it? He's like, 
tree stump. I'm like, why tree stump? Because yeah. I used to have one. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You had a tree stump? <laughs> That's not weird. But, um, so <laughs> no, yeah, we I had, had a one fish. I, we, <laughs> I had a fish when I was a kid. My mom said, what do you want to name it? I said, tree stump. Right. And then we all got later, around that same time, we got a white rabbit. And my mom said, what do you want to name it? And so I looked over and literally saw a pair of scissors and said, cutter. I want to name it cutter. Hmm. Okay. And uh, so we did. Somebody had asked me that they tried to, like, it might have been one of the kids. They were trying to tell me the joke. What do you call a fish with no eye? Tree stump? I'm like, no, dad. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally his name. And he has one <laughs> eye. Like, sorry. Well, um, the answer to that is, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, since when are rabbits noisy? Mine made noise. They weren't noisy, but they did, for sure, they made noise. It was like a squeak sound. They almost sound like a rat. Maybe a little bit, but it's not like, she's like, what are you going to do with all the noise? I'm like, what? I mean, Mm. if it was a quiet bedroom trying to sleep at night, I could see it getting on your nerves. Then moving around in the cage and then making their squeak sounds, it get kind of annoying. I suppose. I mean, might as well have a UFO out your window or a ghost in your attic. (laughs) Scene six. Out on the road. Bobby has Oliver in tow to try to make some door-to-door sales. Hmm. They walk up to her house as Bobby says, now watch me. Pay close attention <laughs> to my expert sales technique and learn. Is, is this where he like brings him into a barn and he has to fight Moe's? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bobby, Bobby then rings the doorbell. A woman flings the door open and Bobby immediately hits her with a sales pitch. Madam... Are you tired of your hair being an unruly mess? Dry, brittle. But the woman, offended by his pitch, just slams the door in his face. Oliver turns back to his bike and then says, That's not hard to learn. (laughs) (laughs) But my note on this scene is this could have been so much funnier had they played it correctly. Because I don't, I got the feeling that Bobby didn't get the joke. Because the joke is he's basically calling her hair nappy. Like, Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, if he would yeah. have played it more direct, like, look at them, like, like feeling on her hair, how dry and brittle and nappy it is. Like, that would have been really funny. But <laughs> even nappy. if he was to add it to him, like, I'm trying to help, you know, something like that, that would have been really funny. But <laughs> true that. Probably why they got canceled. Scene seven. Seven. Next, Bobby and Oliver ride up to another house. Or is it? It looks just like their front door. Mm. Mm. But anyways, as Bobby rings the doorbell, Oliver sees the sign and says, Hey, Bobby, the sign says no peddlers nor agents. Does that mean us? Bobby (laughs) says, of course not. We're salesmen. And he rings the bell again. Oh, damn. Just then a man flings the door open. Bobby jumps in and says, sir, would you like to buy? But is cut off when the man says, can't you read, kid? The sign says, no peddlers nor agents. Bobby says, yeah, but I'm a salesman. The man says, a salesman's a peddler. Now scram. Oh, damn. Just as the man is about to shut the door, Bobby says, but sir, then maybe you could talk to Oliver here. The man bends down and asks, oh, you're not a peddler or agent? Oliver says, "Uh, no, sir. The man asks, then what are you? Oliver says, I'm just a little boy. The man, now annoyed with such nonsense, stands back up, grunts, and then slams the door shut. Bobby and Oliver just shrug and head back to their bikes in defeat. Um, 
Yeah, I put on there that that is totally the Brady's doorknob. Um, <laughs> they're even in like if you look at the Real House, it's even on the Real House. Um, but hmm. it sounds like Oliver started the break on that. Where he's like, "I'm just a little boy." Like he's actually laughing when he says it. Yeah. So I don't know if that was intentional or not. If not, great acting from the kid who plays Oliver. But I think he was starting to laugh. <laughs> Scene eight. Hmm. At the next house, Bobby rings the doorbell and a middle-aged man opens the door. He says, what do you want? Bobby says, it's not what we want, sir. It's what you want. A bottle of neat and natural hair tonic. Oliver adds, it keeps your hair well-groomed all day. The man says, I'm a night watchman. I sleep all day. Oliver says, well, it works at night too. The man says, sorry, I'm not interested. As he's closing the door, Bobby urges, but sir, sir, you don't want to look well-groomed for your job? The man, (laughs) starting to lose his patience, says, I told you, I'm a night watchman. Who needs to look good for a burglar? Oliver suggests, well, if the burglar scares you, this will keep your hair from standing on end. (laughs) The man says, not my hair, and then lifts his toupee off his head, revealing his bald head. (laughs) The man then waves his toupee and simply says, Bye-bye. The, bo- <laughs> <laughs> the boys then awkwardly step back and walk away. The man shuts the door. <laughs> I'm a night watchman. I don't give a fuck what I look like, which I can totally agree because I used to be in security and mm-hmm. you work nights. I don't give a shit. There you go. Um, what my only note is, gee, the hair looks so real. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you open the door, I'm like, what the hell? Like, all right. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Scene nine. Back at the Brady home, Carol walks down the stairs as Bobby returns home for the day of selling. He walks up the stairs to meet Carol, carrying his case of hair tonic. Carol asks, hi, honey. How goes the millionaire business? Bobby, disappointed, says, awful. I didn't make a single sale. Carol, trying to cheer him up, says, well, after all, it's only your first day. Bobby says, yeah. And it's also my last day. Ooh, damn. Carol asks, you don't mean you're quitting. Bobby sets his case of hair tonic down, sits on the stairs and says, yeah, I'm a failure. Carol says, Bobby, you stop that. You, you don't talk that mess. Don't you talk that mess. <laughs> Carol sits down on the step next to him and goes on. Listen, you know, there's an old saying. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. Bobby nods his head and says, Yeah, that's corny, Mom. Carol scoffs and says, Well, that may be corny, but it's also true. Mm. Listen, honey, the great ones never quit no matter how rough things get. Now take Thomas Edison, for instance. Did he quit? Bobby says, No. Carol goes on, How about the Wright brothers? Did they quit? Bobby says, No. Carol says, and how about Carl Mahakian? Bobby (laughs) says, Carl Mahakian? Isn't he like the post-production guy? (laughs) He goes, I've never heard of him. Carol says, that's right, because he quit. And he's a loser. And Carol looks right in the camera and goes, that's right. Nobody has. And it goes back to Bobby. He's a loser and he quit. And if he thinks he's getting like the cookies in the break room, he's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> Craft services put that shit out for me. Not for him. Sorry. 
He doesn't need peeled grapes, okay? That's a my, that's a me thing. That's a flow hen thing. <clears throat> Bobby sits there with a look of confusion on his face. Carol says, it's a joke. Bobby, finally letting the circuits to connect to in his brain, smiles and says, <laughs> oh. Carol giggles and says, anyway, I'm trying to prove a point. If you really believe in something, if you really want to do it, you've got to hang in there. Bobby says, boy, I wish I had as much confidence in me as you do. Thanks for the advice, Mom. Bobby then picks up his case of hair tonic and heads up the stairs. So Carol waited years to be able to have a conversation <laughs> like this. And man, like, they're not even going to mention Mike, are they? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this was a Mike speech all day. Like, yeah. this is like, totally she supposed to have been for Mike. I mean, she could have thrown him something. She could have been like, you know, like, like your father's always saying, you know what I mean? They could have done something instead of taking that shit away from like that. And I guess it's, yeah. it's, you know, we're looking through the lenses of knowing it's the last show. They had no idea. So. It's not like they're like, oh, it's the last show. Let's fuck over Robert. You know what I mean? It's not like they did that, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it true. feels like. <laughs> true. Scene 10. Mm. Up in the boys' room, Peter is putting on a Letterman sweater as Greg smiles with pride. Greg says, it's a little big, but you'll grow into it. Peter says, boy, giving me your Letterman sweater. I really appreciate it, Greg. Greg says, well, I'm graduating and you'll be going to Westdale. But this letter comes off. You'll have to earn it on your own. Peter says, don't worry. I'll earn one in some sport. Greg smiles and says, yeah, chasing girls. <laughs> I know he did. Oh, yes, I did. They both just laugh. <laughs> Bobby now enters the room carrying his case of hair tonic. Peter says, hi. Bobby mumbles, hi. Peter asks, what's the matter with you? Bobby says, I'm a failure. That's what's the matter with me. Greg says, Bobby, you're not old enough to be a failure yet. (laughs) Greg and Peter chuckle. Bobby says, well, I got an early start. Peter asks, you didn't sell enough of your hair tonic, huh? Bobby says, not a drop. Greg says, well, cheer up. You'll sell some. Bobby annoyed says, are you kidding? I couldn't sell a bag of peanuts to a starving elephant. He then gets up and takes his case over to his bed and sets it down. Greg, trying to make his little brother feel better, says, "Uh, Bobby, look, uh, I've been thinking. You're right. I got to look my best for graduation. I really need a bottle of that stuff. Hmm. Bobby angrily says, you're just doing it because you feel sorry for me. (laughs) Greg says, no. Then he quickly ruffles his hair and then says, look. My hair is unruly. It's dry, brittle. He looks at Peter and asks, right, Peter? Peter smiles and says, it's practically a fire hazard. (laughs) Greg gives him a look like he went too far. Greg, with his hair disheveled, turns back to Bobby and says, I'd like to buy a bottle, Bobby. Bobby asks, are you sure you're not just doing it for charity? Greg says, would I give up my hard-earned cash if I didn't really want it? Bobby says, I guess not. You're pretty cheap. Mm. (laughs) Greg rolls his eyes and says, thanks. Peter loses his damn mind and guffaws at Bobby's joke. (laughs) Greg Greg turns around and gives Peter crazy eyes and says, hey, Peter, you could use a bottle too, huh? Bobby (laughs) runs over for a bottle for Peter when Peter, in a panic, says, "Uh, sorry, uh, there's something I got to do right away. Bobby asks, what? Peter says, leave. And Mm -hmm. then Peter walks out. (laughs) 
Bobby says, boy, some brother. Greg turns to Bobby smiling when Bobby hits him with, oh, that'll be $2. Greg says, oh, yeah. He reaches into his wallet and hands Bobby some cash. But just as he puts his wallet back, Bobby notices it's not enough and says, $2 cash. plus tip. And then he pulls out like a switchblade comb. Um, <laughs> Greg rolls his eyes, pulls his wallet back out and says, oh, all right. It gives him the other dollar. Greg takes the bottle and says, you're welcome. And then walks away. Bobby stops him and asks, hey, aren't you going to put some of that on? Greg says, yeah, later. Bobby says, see, just as I thought. You're just doing it because you feel sorry for me. Greg <laughs> pleads, Bobby, I said I didn't. Bobby says, well, then put some on. Greg says, okay. As he opens the bottle, Bobby grabs it and says, here, let me help you. Greg yanks it back and says, I can do it myself. Bobby argues, but I want to give you free customer service. The boys walk hmm. into the bathroom. Hmm. Jeez. I am glad that they explained that he had to earn one on his own because it kind of bothered me at first. I actually wrote that. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. You can't just give your letter away. What's up with that? But yeah, then when, yeah. he, when he explained it, I was like, oh, whew, okay. That bothered me. Yeah, I like that too. And I thought it was kind of like, why is he giving it away? He's like, well, I'm going to college. Yeah, but you're going to want to keep that as like a memoir, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I mm -hmm. still have my Letterman jacket. So do I. You know? Do you have all the badges and stuff on it? Yeah, I, everything's still on it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, Aww. <laughs> I was watching the scene with uh, my son and and I was trying to explain to him what it, well, no, no, no. It was a different show with a Letterman jacket. Sorry, it wasn't this. And we were talking about Letterman jackets and I was explaining what they are and how you get a letter and stuff like that. And he was like, do they have them at the high school? And I was like, I'm sure they do. Yeah. 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 Um, Ours was from high school. Well, I know he was talking about the high school he's going to be going to. Oh, oh okay. and, uh, <clears throat> and so I was like, yeah. And he seemed like really interested. Could I get one? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. They have requirements. <laughs> Usually they'll let you know what the requirements are. Yeah, so it was pretty <clears throat> cool. Usually it's for extracurricular stuff. It's not like for math or anything. Yeah. That's what um, I told them. I was like, um, I was like, usually people get them in sports, but you can get them for anything. Like I got chorus and drama. Those are my two letters. <laughs> Double letterman, yeah. <laughs> um, my other note is uh, Peter's kind of a dick. <laughs> Didn't he like just owe Bobby money like last week or the week before? <laughs> I know Bobby was chasing Peter around for $2. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, um, and have they not in all these seasons, have they not learned their lesson about lying to try to make somebody feel better? <laughs> like it never if, it, I, I have yet to see an episode of this show where, where they lie to make somebody feel better and everything works out great I'm so glad you <laughs> teased me into thinking you know I was confident like um, and also if they're not careful Mike's gonna fucking leave the show and then the show will be cancelled I'm telling you if they're not careful you watch it exactly watch it bud <laughs> scene 11 in the bathroom, Greg sits on the side of the bathtub with a towel over his shoulders. Bobby stands next to him with a bottle of neat and natural hair tonic mm. trying to open it. Greg takes it from him and says, uh, Bobby, I can do it myself. Bobby says, I just want to make sure it's done right. Greg pours a little on his hand and rubs his hands together. He says, don't worry, I'll do it right. He then rubs the tonic all into his hair. And Bobby says, that's not enough. I want you to be an example for the whole neighborhood to see. Bobby steps behind him in the tub and begins to pour the tonic on top of his head. Greg, surprised by this, says, Bobby, not so much. Bobby says, it's all right. 
Don't worry about using too much. You know where you can always get more. Bobby continues to pour more and more hair tonic on Greg's head and massages it in. Bobby goes on, use this stuff twice a day and you'll be Mr. Cool of Westdale High. As he continues to massage the tonic into his hair, he says, this stuff is so... And then he stops. Looks at Greg's head in shock. He stares for a moment, then quickly grabs a towel and puts it over Greg's head. Greg asks, hey, Bobby, what's the towel for? Bobby says, uh, it's a uh, good for hair follicles. See you later. And then he runs off like a bat out of hell. Greg pulls the towel off his head and reveals a disgusting and horrid sight. What's that? Of orange hair. Uh, sorry, I was feeling sick my stomach for a second. <laughs> sorry, I thought I was going to throw up. Okay. <laughs> Greg, not seeing it yet, asks, hey, where are you going? Greg gets up and looks in the mirror. As he sees himself, he stops and has a look of shock and awe. He moves in closer to the mirror to take a closer look. He looks at himself and says, oh, no. This is what I do every morning, by the way, Jimmy. Do you? Okay. Orange. Tomorrow's graduation and I got orange hair. He looks at himself in pure disgust. You failed on purpose. What? You failed on purpose. I failed on purpose? I get it now. You didn't want to go to graduation looking like that. Uh Uh-oh. Tech, you need to stop using that that hair tonic. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... To me, it was amazing how even that color is. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's almost as if it's, I know you're going to think I'm crazy and don't throw anything at me through the computer, but it's like, mm. it's almost as if it was a wig. Like, oh, I know Jimmy, that's crazy. Stop. I know, Yeah, I know. No. But I mean, it's just the color was so even, even though he just kind of sprinkled all over the place. Like he needs to be like a salon stylist. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the most evenly dyed hair I've ever seen in somebody's bathroom. That's incredible. And it was like really fast. It was. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to, that's where he needs to be a millionaire. Dye your hair in like five minutes or whatever. That's true. But uh, damn, must be awful to have orange hair. I can imagine the yeah, horror right. of that. Um, they should have made his hair all blotchy. Yeah. That would have been more believable. Yeah. Plus, it would have been more of like, I can't be in public like this. Exactly. A um, couple things I have to say, too, is um, he says, like, use this stuff twice a day and you'll be Mr. Cool of Westdale High. <laughs> he's not going to school anymore. He's, he's never gradu- going to school again. <laughs> I know he's graduating <laughs> tomorrow. That's and funny. then another thing too is I thought that wig was actually pretty good. Like it, no, it, it looked. It didn't good. look no. like a wig. No, I mean I'm, I'm strictly talking about the color. Strictly the. Oh, color. I know. I'm just saying the wig itself because sometimes when people wear wigs, like oh that's a fucking wig. Yeah, yeah. But that one actually looked pretty good. It looked like real hair. Like I would have believed if I'd yeah. never seen the show, never seen him ever, I would think that was his regular hair. They probably slicked his hair back so it was it stuck to his head, and then that's probably yeah. how they did it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, so uh, this is where we take our next break. Okay. So tomorrow's graduation, and Greg has just discovered that he has orange hair. I gotta work tomorrow. It's okay. Oh. Thanks to Bobby's hair tonic. <laughs> Will he ever be able to face the world again? Probably not. Is the world even ready for an orange haired Greg Brady? I'm not. 
Well, the kids at school make fun of him and call oh. him Opie Taylor and whistle the Andy Griffith theme song around him all the time. Or maybe even say things like, right on the head like a dig on the dog. Or call him Howdy Doody and call him a ginger and tell him he has no soul. We'll be back. Coming in the fall of 2022, Tommy and the Order of Cosmic Champions, a new novel inspired by the toys and cartoons of the 1980s. Click the link in today's show notes to preview now. The book follows 11-year-old Tommy Grant, who is trying to deal with some unfavorable circumstances in his otherwise tranquil life in rural 1980s Ohio. He retreats to the thing he loves most, the Order of Cosmic Champions, a long-running animated TV program and line of toys that provides Tommy with a much-needed boost of joy, especially when he discovers that the manufacturer is holding a nationwide create-a-character contest. The winning design will be made into an action figure and be sold the world over, with its creator becoming president for a day at the headquarters of the manufacturer. But when Tommy's character design loses out, his world begins to crumble, and he can only think of one way to fix it. Find the kid that submitted the winning design and try to convince him to help make Tommy's dream come true. Visit orderofcosmicchampions.com now, where you can read about the inspiration for the new book. Watch the teaser trailer. Listen to the official theme song, Stand or Fall, by Stan Bush. Wherever evil falls is in the heat of battle, only one remains. In the final hour, when you hear the call, the courage to give your all. Stand or fall. See action figure designs based on the Order of Cosmic Champions characters and sign up for updates on the novel's progress and upcoming release date. That's orderofcosmicchampions.com, or click the link in today's show notes. Tommy and the Order of Cosmic Champions, a new novel by Anthony Rapino and Anthony Great, coming in the fall of 2022. And we are back. Yes. We're back. So I noticed you started even working on some some moves. Like it was dance moves. Like I always do gymnastics, but you were actually dancing. Well, I just had a wedge and I was, <laughs> I've gained weight and I was trying to reach. So it wasn't, I mean, it was kind of dancing, but it was unintentional dancing. So that's what yeah. you thought. Was that Boys to Men you were playing? It was, yeah. Well, I mean, it was that All for One. I think that was the name of the band. The one that sang, um, I want to sex you up. Is that what they're called? No, Color Me Bad. Color, Color Me Bad. Me That's bad. what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was them. Yeah. I guess I can see how you would think that, but yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely know the difference between Color Me Bad and Boys to yeah. Men. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Hell yeah. That shit rocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't listen, still listen to them. Okay. Um, I'm really more into 80s, not so much 90s, but I... I, I like I had I color one of the color me bad hits came on something recently that I, I think it was like at work when I was at the call center and I was like oh shit I was like I remember the song I sexy not that one not that no. one it was it was oh, nice. the other one 
What's that one? Um, oh, shit. Um, I don't remember it now, but I, I recognize the song. I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> but I was yep. like, damn, I haven't heard this song in so long. I always kind of liked it. Hell yeah. That's one of the first tapes that I ever played when I got the Hornet. Oh, nice. Yep. Hmm. So anyway, so we've had some requests for us to do a top 10 list. We did. Quickly. Yeah. We kind of cheated and a little bit. There's yeah, 10, a but we each did like, we each contributed five. So yeah. It's like that. And I think it's okay. So yeah. people were wanting to know what were our favorite Brady Bunch episodes throughout the series since this now, is the finale. To clarify, these are our favorite Brady Bunch episodes, not necessarily episodes of a very Brady podcast. Yeah. yeah. Just to yeah. clarify. So, so we're going to do our, we're going to go back and forth from 10 yes. to 1. Yes. So our worst to our most favorite. Correct. So. So we'll start with your fifth favorite. Yeah. My fifth favorite would be, um, and now a word from our sponsor. And just remind us what episode that is again. Right. Because you can't like not like talk about Skip Webster. Exactly. You dig. You dig. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, like, yeah. That character was awesome. It was, you should have yeah. come back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. They should have had him when they won the, the, the thing at the, the movie studio. They should have had Skip Webster make an appearance. They did in our episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean the the yeah. Um, my fifth favorite is Ghost Town USA on their oh, way to Grand they, Canyon. Yeah, Grand Canyon. Okay. Yeah, not the Grand Canyon. Strictly the Ghost Town episode because the Grand Canyon episode sucked. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah, montages just, of them walking on donkey or riding on donkeys. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot of like driving, pulling over, yeah. looking at the Grand Canyon. All right, let's drive like another <laughs> half a mile up the road and yep. look again at the big hole. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, with Jim Backus. It was. Like, yeah, all that. yeah. I like that episode. Awesome. Yeah, that was good. Uh, my next f- favorite. Uh, is Bobby's hero. It was the one about uh, Jesse James. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. With the infamous train scene. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. So I just like that scene where he was like, bang, bang. And yeah. then Bobby's like freaking out. Yeah. Cause I remember Sherwood Schwartz was telling him, you know, Hey, imagine being your family that's being killed. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that's cool. From mine, it's, it's, I kind of cheated. It's, it's all of the episodes in Hawaii. Cause it was like a three parter. Um, hmm. but it's the original, the first one's called Hawaii bound, but that one and the, the continuations of it, like those are my favorites yeah. or that's my, uh, third favorite. So no, is favorite. that because there was an appearance of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And plus that's when we find out the most, the single, and I, I'm sure you'll agree with me on this, the single yeah. most important piece of information that, in, that, is revealed in the entire five seasons of the Brady Bunch. Is it Oliver? No. No. No, think about it. The, the single most important piece of information that we are given in the entirety of the Brady Bunch. What's that? That Bobby loves popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> they should have said that shit in season one. They should have had popcorn at their wedding. You know what I mean? So <laughs> He's always eating it. <laughs> and I, I really love how... <laughs> How you talked about this was in a recent episode. Because <laughs> they don't talk about their vacations. And why would they not talk about their vacations? Because they keep getting kidnapped on every vacation they go on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Except like, oh, for we're Cincinnati. Go on vacation. <laughs> they didn't get kidnapped in Cincinnati, but 
That's true. But they did in Hawaii and the Grand Canyon. That's why I feel like going on vacations. I feel like Greg maybe wanted to kidnap someone though. Oh, that maybe, maybe he, he did kidnap someone. He was kind of acting like he wanted to with that girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So my uh, next. Remember, this is going up. So my next favorite is Adios Johnny Bravo. So yeah. <clears throat> I like the Johnny Bravo episode. Um, I just thought it was kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, I liked the post production of the track. I thought it actually sounded good. I thought it sounded, sounded terrible. Good. Yeah, and that's uh, where we but, differed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was kind of th- cool. My third favorite is everyone can't be George Washington because <laughs> that started such a long line of jokes about Peter <laughs> wanting to be George Washington, and it's the second time that I know of that they mention um, Benedict Arnold. Like it's because there was a, there was a, an episode in the season before that. I want to say that was season three. There was an episode in season two where it was my sister, Benedict Arnold. And so it's yeah. two seasons back to back where they had Benedict Arnold as a major point in the, in the show. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that that and his love of George Washington. Like he, he, he is really, really liked, <laughs> like he looked at quarters in a whole different way. If you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <clears throat> he really liked quarters. Yeah. <laughs> My next favorite is Fright Night. Mine too. The, uh, oh, yay. Yeah. Yeah. Twins. Uh, the ghost. The ghost episode. The ghost yeah. in the attic. Yeah. And I just like that one. I thought, because I remember being a kid and watching that scene with the ghost coming right. out of like the chest or whatever. And that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it's like, kid. it's hot in here. It's like, oh, they're talking about hell. Air. Yeah, need air. Yeah. Like, it was just creepy. And it was like, yeah, yeah. freaked me out. They did a good job with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, so my number one favorite episode of the entire series of the Brady Bunch, which is really rare because I never have favorites of anything like ever. Okay. Right. But I actually do with this. It's getting Greg's goat. That goat episode <laughs> is just we a great so episode. episode yeah. It's a it's a perfect episode because I love the camaraderie between Greg and Mike. Right. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like really comically funny. I mean, it was like physical comedy that was done really well. It was. It just the whole thing was just it was a great episode. I loved it. My favorite was Out of This World because they had a UFO. <laughs> no, it's more now. Um, no, <laughs> no, I, I like that one because it was pretty far fetched, extremely far fetched, and there was a lot of suspension of disbelief kind of thing. But I yeah. don't know. I just I, when I was a kid, I remember watching an episode thinking, I wonder if I could like trick my sister Kelly into thinking that there was a UFO. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just the trouble Greg went through just to pull a prank on his brother and how it went way, way, way too far. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> the best scene in that is like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, he's, here's the FBI or whatever is here. And they're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. look, look and then like the, the, the weird sexual tension with Marsha and Greg when. Marsha goes into to Greg's attic room. Attic room. Go ahead and make jokes. See if I care. And like sees like, well, then you grab these binoculars and she's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> so there was just some weird tension with that. You know, I don't know. Like yeah. now you hold the flashlight like this and you hold it with your hand. You grip like it. This? Right? Is that how you, you like it? But first you got to put some of this stuff on your hand. Like what? <laughs> first you get spit on it. <laughs> But I kept waiting for them to like look at each other's eyes and you start hearing. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to show you a UFO. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right. 
Yeah, so that's our top 10 uh, yeah. favorite episodes of the Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. It would be interesting sometime, maybe on a bonus episode, to go through like some of the funniest moments of the show. It'd be a lot to put together. But maybe that's something oh like, if, if any, well, that'd be a lot for the listeners to do too. But someday it would be nice to pick like those obscure jokes because me and Tech are going to let you in a little secret. Nine times out of 10, the funny stuff that comes out of the show is strictly on the spot. Trying to make each other laugh. Like what me and Tack will do is we'll change things up in the synopsis just to try to make (laughs) the other person laugh. And a lot of times the funny stuff comes from that. So I wish we could say that we plan to be funny, but we really don't. And we're just trying to make ourselves and each other laugh. Like it's not. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if listeners have ideas of like funny moments so far, yeah, it'd be awesome. Be help us put it together. Yeah. All right, so you ready to get back into it? I am ready to get back into this. <laughs> All right. So when we left off, so Bobby has decided to become a millionaire by selling neat and natural hair tonic mm. that he ordered from a magazine. Sales have not been going so well, but Greg had agreed to buy a bottle. Okay. Excited to make his first sale, he pressures Greg into using the hair tonic right away and gives top-notch customer service by putting the tonic on Greg himself. Nice. After pouring too much, Greg's hair has now turned orange. Oh, God, stop saying that. Ew. You make me sick every time you say it. Sorry. (laughs) And just before graduation, too. Damn. (sighs) All right. Scene 12. Up in the boys' room, Peter walks in and sees Greg on the floor with his head under the bottom bunk. For some weird reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you? Is he really looking for, for Bobby, like, sticking his whole head underneath? And is he over there? Is he over there? Like, really? <clears throat> That's right up there with tapping the phone when somebody hangs up on you. Like, <laughs> Peter asks, hey, Greg, what are you doing down there? Greg angrily says, I want Bobby. I'm going to clobber him. Greg comes out. <laughs> Greg comes out from under the bed and stands up. Peter sees his orange hair, chuckles, and says, do you know your hair is orange? Greg Hmm. grunts in anger as Peter asks, how did that happen? Greg says, Bobby's hair tonic. Peter, while laughing, says, you're sure going to be a standout student at graduation. Greg Hmm. says, very funny. Greg walks out in a fury and slaps Peter with his towel as he laughs. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's so easy, is it, Greg? No, it's funny because his hair somehow got bigger than it was. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, so wait, does this dumbass understand that it's not like Bobby knew this would happen? It's not like Bobby's going uh-huh. around going, this is going to change his hair. He he, and did it anyways. Like, <laughs> right. why is it? That's right up there with being pissed at your girlfriend for cheating on you. No, I mean, pissed off at your, the guy, your girlfriend cheated on you with, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, right. that doesn't make any unless, sense. Like, unless he knew. Right, right. You know what I mean? Well, that's my <laughs> so, point to this. Like, it's not like Bobby knew. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, <sighs> scene 13. Just then, Greg barges into the girls' room and asks, has either of you two seen Bobby? The girls' jaws drop when they see his orange hair. Marsha asks, Greg, what happened to your hair? Greg says, Bobby's hair tonic. Jan, while feeling his hair in amazement, asks, Bobby's hair tonic? You mean you actually bought some of that junk? <laughs> Greg says, only because I kind of felt sorry for him. He thinks for a second and says, 
Now I really feel sorry for him because he's about to have a fatal accident. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Marsha, while holding up an orange dress, asks, Greg, do you want to borrow this for your graduation? It'll match your hair. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. And they both just laugh and laugh and laugh, you know, because it's so fucking hilarious. So, so if they had somebody in their school that actually had red hair, they must lose their fucking mind. Like, mm-hmm. have they never seen this before? <laughs> like, they act like they've never seen anybody with except blonde and brown hair before. <laughs> Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm wondering how I would like to see an episode where they tease somebody with red hair at their school because they have to. If they treat Greg like they act like they've never seen this before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I hear that a lot, too. Like, hey, this will match your hair because anything orange matches orange hair. Okay. Never heard that before. Anyway, moving on. You could shave it all <laughs> off like mine. <laughs> That's mm, all right. Mm-hmm. Ain't that bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's like, I don't care. I'm, I'm waiting for it to turn gray or white or whatever it is. That you're, <laughs> I'm waiting for that. That'd be, I'm totally down for that. This is anxiety that did the shit. <laughs> That's why my I have anxiety so too, but my, all I got is a little gray in my beard. Yeah. That's it. Scene 14. Meanwhile, back at the bunny ranch. Cindy <laughs> Cindy is in the la- ooh, ooh. Cindy is in the laundry room with Oliver and the bunnies. Cindy mm. says, "My assistant has to help me feed them and keep their cages clean. You want the job?" Oliver asks, "How much does it pay?" Cindy says, "10 cents for every rabbit I sell." Oliver says, "Boy, I'd make a lot of money. Except I already have a job as Bobby's assistant." Hmm. Just then, Orange Greg comes barreling into the laundry room and asks, have you seen Bobby? Said he says, about this tall, brown hair, or striped shirts all the time? No. Um, I used to, I used to, such a stupid joke. People would come to me at my old job and be like, have you seen Stan? Yeah, about this tall, gray hair, works on maintenance. Yeah, I've seen him before. And I'd just walk away. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> Cindy, <laughs> Cindy says, no. Ew, what happened to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> she gets this look on her face like she's disgusted like somebody vomited on his hair and she's like ew what happened to your hair oh my god I laughed so hard at that <laughs> yeah Greg holds mm, up the tonic yeah. <laughs> Greg holds up the tonic and says this junk oh I'm gonna tear him limb from limb when I find him hey he's a poet and didn't even realize it mm-hmm. and then he runs out of the laundry room Oliver then says, I think I'll be your assistant. Bobby doesn't have much of a future now. (laughs) Cindy says, okay, you feed Romeo and I'll feed Juliet. Oliver grabs a carrot and says, all right, now, which one is which? Cindy looks at the rabbits and says, gee, I'm not sure. Carol then enters the room and asks, how's everything going in Bunnyland? Cindy says, not so good. We can't figure out which one's Romeo and which one's Juliet. Carol says, oh, well, Juliet's the fat one. She's the one who's going to have the babies. Cindy says, but they're both fat. Oliver excitedly yells, hey, maybe they're both going to have babies. (laughs) Carol says, no, I doubt that. Oliver asks, well, why? Carol simply says, well, um, Romeos don't have babies. 
Oliver asks, why not? Carol awkwardly says, well, uh, I'll explain it to you after dinner. Okay, Oliver. After Carol walks out, Oliver says, you know something, Cindy? Cindy says, what? Oliver goes on. I think your mom has a problem discussing sex. Hmm. Your mom didn't tech, but <laughs> no, definitely not. That's how I know that girls aren't just for blowjobs. <laughs> I'm glad she explained it. Cause I would have thought that to this day. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I love how Cindy was straight up like, ew. <laughs> I know it was such a no mercy girl. <laughs> ew. What happened to your hair? Ew. Um, <laughs> So did you ever have that conversation with your kids? About having orange hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the sex talk. Um, not really. Not I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think I like, <laughs> like a jokingly one time I went to myself like, do we need to have like the talk? And he was like, no. Hmm. Um, I was like, are you sure? Because when mommies and daddies love me, he's like, stop. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah i asked my oldest son one time i was like do we need to have the talk and he goes well i mean i want to breed snakes eventually and i kind of had to research that i'm like okay so you understand the concept and he goes well yeah I'm like, okay cool <laughs> so he knows where to put a snake apparently yeah. snake. knows where to put his snake so yep <laughs> scene 15 next carol comes walking into the den carrying a trash can She's apparently doing work. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, Mike's not there to take out the garbage, so she has to, I guess. <laughs> anyway, she uh, returns the trash can next to Mike's drafting table. While doing so, she catches Bobby hiding behind a chair. With her hands on her hips, she asks, What are you doing there? Bobby whispers, Hiding from Greg. Carol asks, Why? Bobby says, You don't know? Carol asks, Know what? Bobby stands up and announces, he's planning on eliminating one of your dependents, me. <laughs> Carol chuckles and asks, what are you talking about? Just then, Greg, as he runs into the den, yells out, mom, have you seen? And then stops in his place as he spots his target. He says, there he is, and then runs towards him. Bobby cowers behind Carol for protection. Greg runs up and tries to get him, but Bobby dodges on the other side of Carol. Carol, now literally caught in the middle of this pickle, says... You mean the middle of two pickles? <laughs> she says, oh my goodness, Greg, wait a minute. What happened to your hair? Ew. <laughs> Ew, gross. What's, what's up with your hair color? Greg, while still holding the bottle of tonic, yells back, this happened to my hair. He reaches for Bobby, and Bobby continues to run around Carol. Greg yells, now you stand still. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> yells back, no, I just don't want to be killed. <laughs> Carol stops the madness as she yells out, wait a minute, you two, let's not have bloodshed. Bobby says, yeah, especially my blood. Greg pushes through Carol to grab at Bobby when Carol yells, Greg, stop it. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. Greg frustrated asks, well... What am I going to do about my hair? Carol says, I don't know. Leave your brother alone and we'll try to figure something out. Carol quickly turns to Bobby and says, I knew something like this was going to happen, Bobby. Greg asks, well, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> Carol, trying to keep the peace, says, well, here, 
Let me see the bottle. Greg hands it to her and she looks at it and says, there's an address here. Now look, why don't we call the Neat Natural Hair Tonic Company? Maybe this happened to some of their other customers. Bobby says, good thinking, Mom. Boy, surprisingly, you sure can give good advice and handle a tough situation when Dad's not here. (laughs) I especially like the part where Carol's like, Mike, damn it. And it goes back to what she's doing. Carol then walks over to the phone and gives them a call. Why wasn't there like a website or something? It would have been so much easier. Yeah, I know, right? No. She could have just natural.com. Or those those automatic assistants that pop up on the website. Yeah. Where you can even like you can even chat live too. Yeah, right. Anyway, <clears throat> once away, Greg realizes there isn't anything standing in his way to Bobby. <laughs> he walks over to him as Bobby pleads, Greg, I'm really sorry. I didn't know something like this was gonna happen. Exactly. Greg, now defeated, says, Yeah, I guess you couldn't know. Bobby says, Of course not. It could have been worse. Greg's eyes widen as he turns to Bobby and says, I'd like to know how. What could possibly be worse than having orange hair? I know. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Next thing you know, I'll have freckles too. (laughs) Bobby says, it could have turned green. It's true. Greg sarcastically says, thanks. You're real, real comforting. Meanwhile, Carol is on the phone and she says, I see. Yeah. Thank you, operator. You know, operators have names. (laughs) Operators have names. They're people, too. Yeah, and and Mayberry. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what her name was in Mayberry? It was Sarah. There you go. Hey, Sarah. Sarah, can you connect me with uh, Tom, Willie, Scott? (laughs) Or whatever. Anyway. And she hangs up the phone. She turns to Greg and then back to look at the bottle and says, well... The neat natural company had its phone disconnected. (laughs) She walks over to the boys as she says, oh, Bobby, I knew it was going to be some sort of shady outfit. Mm. Bobby sighs and says, I was really a jerk to fall for that ad in the magazine. Greg, still panicking, says, what am I going to do about tomorrow, Mom? It's graduation. Carol, now acting like her old self again, says, well, Greg... Have you tried to wash the stuff out of your hair? <laughs> Greg says, no, I've been too busy looking for this dumb head. Ooh, goddamn, Ty, mm-hmm. why do you have to use language like that? I know. He looks at Bobby and says, for your sake, it better work. Ooh, damn. Greg then walks out of the room to try and wash his hair to see if it helps. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. I've tried. Did you have that same conversation with your mom? You first went to try it where you like this better work. (laughs) Yeah. Dumb head. Once Greg is gone, Carol walks over to console her son. She puts her arm around him and says, Oh, Bobby, you better say your prayers. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to kill you. (laughs) So I, I guess I, I guess I still don't understand why he's so pissed at Bobby. They kind of cover it in this scene. Um, but I mean, I don't feel like Bobby did anything wrong, um, but it could have been worse. Like all his hair could have fell out. Then what are you going to do? True. I mean, I think he's so mad at Bobby is because he was like, you know, um, kind of pushy, like buy it, buy it, buy it. And then oh, he yeah, found, fine, true. I'll buy it. And then he was like, well, why don't you put some on now? Like, no, not right now. Like, yeah, that's true. And then when he did do it, he was like, I'm just going to use a little, you know, no, yeah. here, dump half the bottle on, you know, 
So well, well know. just think if all his hair would have fell out, he would have had to wear that stupid looking orange wig. <laughs> Scene 16 Up in the anagram Go ahead and make jokes See if I can Greg washes his hair and is now towel drying it But it's still orange Tack any advice? Um, no, just uh, Live with it and uh, There's nothing really you can do Just laugh with them, right? Sure That's what, they used to, that's what I used to do when they used to tease me about my big head Anyways, mm. Greg walks over to Peter and says, it didn't work. I washed it five times and it didn't work. Peter pipes up for most likely the last time and says, well, at least you got squeaky clean hair. I bet it grows out in six to eight months. Mm. Greg very sarcastically says, fantastic. Now, what do I do in the meantime? Zach, any advice? <laughs> um... Maybe wear a hat as much as you mm, can. That's true. That's good. He's going to wear his cap for, you know, so that works. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, still trying to be helpful, says, well, in the meantime, you could shave your head and pretend you're a bowling ball. Peter mm. chuckles and heads down the stairs. He meets Carol as she's coming up. Peter laughs and says, he looks like Lucille Ball and chuckles <laughs> down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Carol walks up to Greg, still with orange hair, and literally asks the question, it didn't wash out, huh, honey? <laughs> oh, Carol's back. Yay. Hey. Greg, there she could, is. You could tell this was originally Carol's line. <laughs> Greg says, no, if anything, it got brighter orange. Yeah. Carol says, look, I called the Better Business Bureau about the neat and natural hair tonic company. In case you forgot who they are, Greg asks, <laughs> well, what did they say? Carol says, the FDA closed them down. Greg says, well, now's a great time to find out. Carol says, well, there is one consolation. Greg looks at her with some sort of hope for his future. Carol goes on, I mean, outside of this color, it's not going to hurt your hair on your scalp. Hmm. Greg says, well, what about the graduation? I can't go out in public like this. Mm -hmm. I have orange hair. I can't be seen like this, mom. Yeah. This is welcome every day. My life. <laughs> Carol says, well, I do have a solution. It might be a little embarrassing, but I think it'll work. Greg shakes his head and says, mom, I couldn't possibly get any more embarrassed than mm-hmm. I already am having orange hair. Mom, yeah. I have orange hair. Yep. Orange hair, mom, not brown, not blonde, not black, <laughs> orange hair, mom. Okay. I appreciate you driving at home. <laughs> orange hair. Yeah. So it's funny. Wait, this is a funny episode. It's fu- it is. It's yeah. hilarious. Orange. It's hilarious. Orange hair tech. Yeah. Um, so wait, the FDA closed them down. So how in the hell did Bobby buy it? <laughs> like, he bought it from the company. Like he said, it's not available in stores. So well, maybe they were like. You know, like they were in the middle of like closing down and like, dude, we just got an order for like 12 bottles. Like, oh, fucking maybe. send that shit. Send it, send it. Fucking send it. We need it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, the only thing I can think of that would be more humiliating than having orange hair what? would be having to go to a lady's hair salon. I mean, <laughs> that would be so fucked up. I mean, that would get this show a rated R rating right there if they had both that and having to go to a hair salon. That's just, that's too I much. I a hair salon. Well... Not like a real hair. I go like hair cuttery and stuff like that, which is 
don't know. Is that like a hair salon? <laughs> I don't know. I take Jake to a hair salon, so it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. I, I prefer them over barbershops. I, well, I mean, the, I don't like the one I take Jake to because every single time, it's happened twice now. I walk in. Yeah, he wants his hair cut, you know, up to his shirt collar. He wants it pretty short. Well, you know, I can always cut more off, but I can't cut longer. So I'm just going to cut a little bit off. No, no. He wants it up to his the collar of his shirt. Okay, but I mean... I would rather just cut a little bit off and you know, I can always cut more off and then halfway through now, is this an okay length? Because I can't, I don't have time to, to go back. I'm like, you just said if you didn't like it. And so that's twice in a row. She's pulled that crap where she's like, I only want to cut a little, that's because you want me to come back. So I don't really care for the place. <laughs> I think I'm going to give him one last time and I'm going to have to tell her, listen, he wants it at his shirt. You know, I, I'm only paying for at his shirt. So if you cut it, <laughs> if you cut less than at his shirt collar, I'm not paying for it. Flat out, I'm not paying for it. So he needs to find like a regular girl. That's what I used to I, do. Yeah, I think this girl's like I don't know. I think she's stupid. I'm pretty sure she's stupid. <laughs> well, then go back and get somebody else, and right, and then find the girl that works for you. Because once you find one haircut girl, well, we we had it. he went to the same girl from the time he was three until the time mm-hmm. he was thirteen. But then yeah, she moved great. to like Fort Lauderdale. And so he had to find somebody else. But, yeah. but I mean, I'm going to have to, I mean, in all seriousness, I'm going to have to put my foot down. And you know, with me, it's either nice guy or fucking dick. You know what I mean? And I, there's no <laughs> in between for me. And so I'm going to have to go asshole mode on her if she doesn't listen next time. So, and I don't want to do that because it's going to embarrass him. What is she, Carol fucking Brady? Right. Yeah, right. It's like, well, shit, why don't she just dye his hair orange? <laughs> So my question is, <laughs> the FDA shut them down, but yet it's safe. It's not toxic. <laughs> I don't so, know. So, let's just put it on rabbits. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, well, she said the FDA shut them down, but on the lighter note, at least it won't damage your hair or scalp. Like, so why did the FDA shut them down? The FDA, I don't think the FDA would shut them down. I think the FDA would say, okay, you need to rebottle this as a hair dye because that's what it is. <laughs> now, if it doesn't hurt your scalp, it doesn't hurt your hair, but it dyes your hair a different color, then it is hair dye. That's what it is. It's bleach, basically. Well, Jimmy, it's it's called coloring your hair. Well, I mean, not if not it's, not if it's peroxide. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they just rebottle it as fucking exactly. Yeah, so why the FDA? The FDA didn't have to shut them down. Just need to rebrand. It's a hilarious joke, though, if they did it on purpose. Hey, let's say it's shampoo. Let's say it's like Brill Cream, <laughs> and then fill the bottle with peroxide. Like, oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> just need to rebrand. That's all. Yeah, because I think if somebody has dark hair, and ladies, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think if somebody has dark hair and they try to just simply put peroxide in and dye it blonde. I think it, it, because of the darkness, I think it comes out like that orange color. Yeah. So, if he would have been like Bobby and had brown hair, he would have been blonde. I think my mom back in the eighties, oh, she tried to, she tried to color her hair, you know, to keep the gray. I remember away. that. And then it turned green or something. <laughs> well, she did like a bunch of times, but, yeah. but it was like, it wasn't really that noticeable unless light shined on it. And she was like super embarrassed about it. Hmm. She, and like she had to go to work and at the time she was working at a restaurant and she was like, that woman over there was laughing at me because of my hair. And I'm hmm. like, what? Like, why? 
<laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess it was a little weird for the eighties right? or maybe it was the early nineties. I don't know. But today, like it wouldn't have been that big a deal. I dated one girl that she didn't, I don't think she liked the fact that my hair was turning gray. I think it embarrassed her when we went out with her friends. I mean, I won't, <laughs> we have, we have a lot of people that want, that listen to the show. I don't want to say any names, but, but Stephanie was like, Hey, you should dye your hair, blah, blah, blah. And because she was embarrassed by her friends or whatever. And she had me dye it like this brown color. I don't know if you remember this, but it looks yeah. so dumb because people at work were like, what's up with your hair? Did you dye your hair? I'm like, and I'd always have to explain. Yes. My girlfriend, like she wants me to dye my hair. Oh, well, it doesn't you do look that? too bad. Like, what's that? When did you do that? That was um, before I started dating Megan. Are you sure? Was, yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, no, it was a girlfriend I had a couple of years ago. I, actually, you no, know, it was when I worked at Rondo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know, you know, I I dyed my hair brown once no. when I was working at Ron John's. <clears throat> you didn't. Yeah, well, excuse me. I colored my hair. Oh, I remember that. I vain, I I I kind of remember that. I don't remember because when it a I was with lot. Nikki. Nikki yeah. was like, well, you, "If you don't like your hair, well, let's try something." Right. So we tried it, and then when I went into work, and people were like, "You look different," <laughs> and they like nobody said like, "Well, your hair's brown." Everybody was just like, "You look different." I can't figure out what it is. Did you get a haircut? And I'm like, "No." Like, what'd you do? <laughs> do you walk in and people are like, hey, you know, I never want to go to lunch with you, but let's go to lunch tech. <laughs> do you need a raise? I, I think you need you. a raise. I never respected you until now. I don't know what it is. You know, but you're all right. <laughs> I bought some more work shirts, but on second thought, I don't need them here. Take mine. That kind of like the Eddie Murphy skit from SNL. <laughs> that's, what I was yeah, to say. That's, that's what happened. Isn't it? Don't use your money yeah. here. Use ours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all the lights turned green on the way to work it was yeah. weird it's like oh my god that leaf is so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> but like this was back when i made i've only changed my hair like three times in my life and i'm not exaggerating you can vouch for me it was like three times <laughs> yeah. and this was the first major change she had me cut my hair to a different style and then dye it mm-hmm. and people i walk into work and people are like the fuck happened to you so yeah uh, i wouldn't I don't know. Wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> and I, it always felt like a um, like a Larry the Cable Guy skit. Like she wanted me to cut mm. and dye my hair. I was like, like hell. So, anyways, I'm sitting in the barber chair. Like it's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I also the, I learned when I colored it brown <clears throat> that for my skin tone and everything, it's actually better for me to go lighter. So it, I would makes actually sense. look better, I think, as a blonde, yeah, not so sense. much brown hair. So. Yeah, I mean, I looked somewhat normal. It was just a different color because my hair, when it was brown, was a darker shade of brown. Like, not really brunette, but it was a darker shade. And this was like a brown brown, like the color of my table. And I just I felt like I'd felt, I felt just felt really dumb walking to work. I would have felt dumb enough just with the haircut, let alone, you know. Right. So. <laughs> you always worry too much about what people think. Like, mm-hmm. remember hat, hat day for you. <laughs> I was, yeah. like, oh, I was so oh. scared. <laughs> I got to tell that I'm sorry, guys. This is the last episode and we're trying to milk it forever we can get. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, always, hour episode. I always wear Kangle hats. Some people call them driver's <laughs> hats. Some people call them the, the snap bill hats, although none of mine do that. But I have the, like three or four Kangles that I wear that are the, the vent air cap. You know, one's brown. I'm not going to go through colors. Anyways, um, <laughs> my friend Derek, I've known him for a while. I work with him. He asked me, he said, hey, uh, why don't you ever wear your Kangles? 
I said, because the first day, like somebody had said they weren't sure if we were allowed to wear them. So I just don't want to cause any problems. And he goes, but if you look around, other people wear hats. Like, you're not the only one. <laughs> like, That's true. They do, don't you? Don't they? Next day, he's like, why don't you wear your hat? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't, don't want to <laughs> cause any problems. He's like, tell you what, if you don't wear your hat tomorrow, you ain't sitting. And, and keep in mind, me and him are the only guys on second shift. <laughs> he's like, if you don't wear your hat tomorrow, you're going to sit by yourself at lunch. <laughs> like, are you serious? He's like, I'm dead serious. I'm like, damn. Okay. And he's like, I'm being 100% serious. Like, wherever you're sitting, I'm sitting in another building. I'm like, damn. So I wore the hat and I was super nervous and I was texting Tack about it and messaging him on Marco Polo and stuff like that. And <laughs> Tack's like, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. And I walk into work wearing the hat and I'm kind of sheepishly looking around. I glance at Derek and he's got a fucking hat on. I'm like, yes, that's awesome. So he said he wore it in solidarity. I'm like, that's cool. And so I walk into work and one guy comes up and goes, oh, cool hat. And that was it. <laughs> Another guy comes up to me and he goes, you know, I'm really glad you wore that hat. And I'm thinking, man, Derek's putting me on. I'm like, why? <laughs> I thought he was going to say, because then you don't sit and eat lunch by yourself. But he goes, because I overheard that guy say something to you the first day, and I was fucked up. He's like, we've never had that rule. He said, I'm glad that you wore your hat today. <laughs> well, and I've wore the hat every day ever since. Nice. But Good you're right. You. I, I care a lot about what people think. I don't know why. It's part of my anxiety. So. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I'm I'm the same way, too. You know. And like, like and then, you know, smoke and mirrors, you know, kind of thing. You know, at the end of every episode, Tax like, I got an email to read, or not every episode, but a lot of them. And when you hear me go, oh, okay, like that's 100% real, 100% real. <laughs> like I get nervous every time we have an email because I really, <laughs> really care a lot about what people think. And I'm not writing that off as anxiety. It's just, it's part of my nature. I really, I really care about what people <laughs> think. So, so when you hear that, yeah. just know that that's 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready to get back into it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Tangent. It's all yeah, right. Big time. It's going to be a three hour episode. Deal with it. Yep. It's the last one. You're welcome. <clears throat> That's right. <laughs> all right. Scene 17. Downtown in a nearby beauty salon. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Carol and Greg arrive. Greg wearing a red knit cap to hide his hair from the public, which I totally get, <laughs> argues with Carol. Mom, if anybody sees me in here, can we just go home and do the dye job? <laughs> Carol says, and make it look worse than it is. But this is a no. shop for women. We won't bite you <laughs> until we know you better. What's that from? I don't know. It's from West Side Story, man. Come on now. Oh, shit. Sorry. I missed some of it because I was trying to figure out where it was. We've got to let a professional do it. Look, wait here. I'll see if we can get them to do it in private, okay? When a private show. Oh, yeah. Greg pleads, okay, hurry up. Carol runs off to talk to the cosmonauts. Cosmonauts. <laughs> Must be so weird to deal with weightlessness. Yeah, What's is that, that right? From? I don't, oh, what is that? Is that from the office? No. I don't know. Where she was like, he asked a girl, what do you do? And she goes, I'm a cosmetologist. And he's like, man, that's so weird. To, must be weird to deal with the weightlessness. I don't know. Oh, it's from the jerk. Oh, oh, oh. It's been awesome seeing it. <laughs> anyway. Greg is now left alone in the beauty salon. He nervously awaits, but just then, two girls walk into the salon. Oh, shit. Gretchen says, I'm not sure I'll like the hairstyle. Susie says, Gretchen, it's going to look great, and it's going to look so good on... But it's quickly cut off when Gretchen says, there's Greg. 
Greg looks over and sees the two girls. Susie says, Greg Brady in a beauty parlor? <laughs> they both walk over to him as he quickly spins around as not to be noticed. He sits and holds an upside down magazine to hide his face. The girls walk over and say, hi, Greg. They didn't unison. They're like, hi, Greg. No, they didn't. <laughs> Greg peeks over his magazine and says, hi, Susie. Rachel or Gretchen or whatever. <laughs> After an awkward silence for a moment, Greg says, well, what you doing here? Susie says, uh, getting our hair done for graduation tonight. Gretchen asks, what are you doing here? Greg awkwardly says, um, uh, I'm just waiting for my mother. Susie chuckles and says, isn't the weather a little warm to be wearing a ski hat? Greg looks at her and smiles and says, uh, it's fucking styled, bro. No. <laughs> Greg looks at her, smiles and says, not if you're going skiing. Get your head out of your ass, Susie. <laughs> Gretchen says, but there's no snow this time of year. Greg says, are you sure? <laughs> oh, we got a smart one. Oh, is that Bill Shakespeare there? <laughs> Gee, well, I sure hope there is. <laughs> so just a real quick question. Um, this is California, right? Isn't there snow up in the mountains? You would think, yeah. So you can go skiing like 20. Like I remember in Better Off Dead, uh, like mm -hmm. down in the valley, it was like 90 degrees. Yeah. But like you can go skiing like up in the mountains. That's true. Yeah, line. No. Anyway, Greg says, well, no sense waiting until the last minute. Greg, finally losing patience, puts the magazine down, stands up and says, listen, don't let me hold you two girls up. I'm sure you have more important things to do. Susie says, uh, Greg, you're acting very strange. <laughs> Gretchen adds, weird is more the word. Greg, realizing that he may be acting strange, changes his tone. He says, look, something's up. Can you two keep a secret? The girls both agree. Greg looks around and then goes on. You see, I came in here with my mother because she has this problem. <laughs> Greg stops, looks at the two of them and asks, are you sure you can keep a secret? The girls both agree again. Greg continues, okay, can I trust you not to breathe a word? He then whispers the secret to them. Secret, secret, secret. Just then, Carol comes out from the back room and says, Greg, Greg, listen, they, she then spots the girls and says, oh, hi, girls, Rachel. And Greg's like, this not Rachel. <laughs> she looks like her, but. <laughs> well, I sure <laughs> hope you two get along. <laughs> so stupid. Greg, Greg says, can she take care of it in private, mom? Carol says, yes, but I thought it was. Our secret, remember? <laughs> Our little secret? Mm -hmm. You know, dad's away. You know? <laughs> Greg looks at the girls, smiles and says, oh, don't worry. Susie and Gretchen won't tell. Gretchen says, oh, never. <laughs> Susie says, wild horses couldn't drag it out of us. Carol smiles and says, sweet. <laughs> Greg says, well, see you at graduation, girls. Let's go, mom. Once Greg and Carol walk off to the back room, Gretchen says, could you tell that Mrs. Brady was wearing a wig? Susie says, never. Who'd ever think that underneath it, 
that poor woman's completely bald. You know, like a liar. They just shake their heads in disbelief. Mm. I, my, one of my notes says, that was our homegirl. <laughs> it was our homegirl. Yeah. Um, and I, my other note is, I'm pretty sure you go to one. <laughs> I know you've gone to one yeah. before. I'm pretty sure you still Well, do. it's been a long time. I don't get to go as often as I would like. Oh, okay. Um, so my hair is a bit disheveled, mm. brittle, dry. Okay. You know, I need some hair tonic. So. Right on. Scene 18. Back at the Brady house, Alice is in the laundry room doing some laundry for the last time. Cindy and Oliver walk in with Romeo and Juliet. Alice asks... the last time. We should have played What is a Uther. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hi, kids. How did it go at the pet shop? Cindy says, awful. Mr. Kirby said Juliet can't have babies. Alice asks, what's her problem? Oliver pipes up and says, he's not a her. He's him. Alice says, that's quite a problem. Cindy Cindy says, now I'm stuck with two Romeos and no Juliet. I wonder what dad would think about this problem. (laughs) If he were only here. No. Okay. (laughs) Alice says, I think you better change their name. How about Romeo and Julius? Cindy goes on. Mr. Kirby won't buy back Romeo and Julius. Alice asks, how come? Oliver says, he says he has too many rabbits already. Cindy says, boy, am I a loser. Cindy thinks for a moment about what her mother told her back in season four, episode 22. What's that? You know, you shouldn't put down a loser, Cindy, because you might be one yourself someday. (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, damn. here she is. Listen to the last part, especially the last part. Listen. You know, you shouldn't put down a loser, Cindy, because you might be one yourself someday. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that day happened exactly one season later. Exactly. So it's episode 22. This is episode 22. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you could say that was kind of weird. Anyways, Oliver, sorry. Um, (laughs) Oliver then speaks up and says, quit complaining. I'm a two time loser. (laughs) Alice and Cindy then say in unison and a jinx. (laughs) Just then Bobby comes walking in, carrying his hair tonic and says, you guys are about to see a fortune go down the drain. Cindy (laughs) turns and asks, what are you going to do? Bobby answers. I'm going to pour it all out. As he pours, he says, there goes my millions. He then mm. pours a little more and says, and one for my homies. <laughs> he didn't really do that. I just thought that'd be funny. <laughs> but we're his homies. <laughs> He's doing it for the show. <laughs> Alice hmm. begins to reminisce and says, well, that's life. Just like that from Diamond Jim to Bankrupt Bobby. She then, pat- right? <laughs> she then pats Bobby on the shoulder and says, sorry about that, and walks out. Cindy speaks up and says, I'm bankrupt too, Bobby. Bobby confused asks, oh yeah, how come? Oliver speaks up and says, Juliet's a boy and Mr. Kirby's a fink. Mm-hmm. Cindy sets the record straight saying, in other words, my rabbits can't have babies and Mr. Kirby won't buy them back. Greg then walks in with a towel over his head and with an angry tone says, okay, Bobby. He quickly pulls off the towel and says, you're off the hook. 
Bobby excited says, Greg, your hair's back to normal. That's great. But as they're talking, Bobby accidentally pours his hair tonic on top of the rabbits. Oh, no. Cindy, seeing this first yells, Bobby, look what you're doing. Bobby immediately apologizes and says, I'll get a towel. I'll dry them off. But (laughs) as Bobby grabs a towel and begins to dry off the rabbits, he glances back and says, hey, look. Cindy says, that stuff turned them orange. (laughs) Greg tries to calm everyone down, saying, hey, don't worry. The tonic won't hurt him. Mom, check them out. Cindy then whines, asking, what am I going to do with orange rabbits? Greg quips, maybe mom will get them an appointment at the beauty parlor. He laughs Hmm. and then walks out. Bobby then smiles and says, I think I've got it. Cindy, sounding nervous, asks, what? Bobby says, the solution to our millionaire problems. Everyone looks at the rabbits. Hmm. So a couple things. Um, so Mr. Kirby's an ass. Yes. That's fucked up. So she's like, she's probably like, oh, I want to get a boy and a girl because I want to breed them. And then he's like, this, this bitch ain't taking my business. Fuck her. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want a girl and a boy? Okay, no problem. Yep. that one. There you go. That one's mm-hmm. a girl. That one's a boy. There you go. It's a good luck. You see this in the reptile community. Like sometimes they'll charge way more for a female than for a male or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes they won't sell females. They'll only sell male males to people and only sell the females to other breeders kind of thing. Like they have like Mm -hmm. an agreement, like you're a breeder, I'm a breeder. We sell females to each other, but not to other people kind of thing. So Hmm. it's fucked up. Yep. I agree. And so they were, uh, assuming gender. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's kind of funny. (laughs) They probably use the wrong pronouns too. Probably, probably didn't even ask him what the pronouns exactly, are. Yeah. <clears throat> but those rabbits are gonna have a hard time in middle school yeah. now they got orange well, hair. Well, yeah, that and they can't even like reach the desks. <laughs> um, they probably can't read either. I mean, stupid rabbits. Hopefully, they didn't get their like their feet cut that's, off. Yet. That's true. Yeah. So, um, plus, really what, I mean, being teased for having red hair. Or, or sorry, orange yeah. hair. I mean, that's kind of fucked up too. Um, mm-hmm. Man, thank goodness Greg's hair wasn't that. I mean. Amazing color, Tech. Um, it was a perfect match. I mean, I don't know how who, whoever that cosmic cosmonaut was, <laughs> she fucking rocked. I mean, <laughs> it was making all the other guys look bad having the orange hair. That's I mean, that's all I have to say. But it's strange how um, how Greg's hair was even, but the mm-hmm. rabbit's hair was uneven. Did you notice that? Well, he didn't pour it all. Remember, he didn't massage it all oh, in like he did with Greg. Greg. <laughs> he didn't give it like first rate service, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> so your last scene. scene for the Brady. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Last scene of the series for Tech. Here we go. <clears throat> scene. 19. Later on in the family room. For the last time. We see Cindy, Bobby, and Oliver running through the den and into the kitchen. We hear Bobby saying, This is amazing. I knew it would work, you guys. The kids run up to Carol, who's standing in the window between the kitchen and the den. They say, Where's Dad? (laughs) Is he still gone? Sorry. Cindy excitedly says, Bobby's the greatest. Oliver adds, He's a financial genius. Carol asks, What happened? Where did you get the check? Bobby replies, 
We sold Cindy's rabbits back to Mr. Kirby at the pet shop. Carol confused for the last time. Mm. Yes. I thought Mr. Kirby had enough rabbits. Cindy explains, enough ordinary rabbits, but not orange ones. Oh, damn. Oliver adds, neat and natural orange. Carol looks shocked and says, don't tell me those rabbits got into the shower with Greg. (laughs) Bobby says, I got all my money back too, Mom. I sold the rest of my hair tonic to Mr. Kirby so so he can make more orange rabbits. It's harmless and it'll grow out. You said so. You said it, Mom. That's right. You said it. No take backs. (laughs) Carol simply replies, yeah. Oliver adds, you know, I got an idea. If we bought a carload of rabbits and a carload of that hair tonic, Cindy, realizing what he's saying, smiles as Bobby grabs his shoulder and shouts, Oliver, that's a fantastic idea. But Carol shuts that shit down, (laughs) simply saying, Bobby but immediately changes his tone, saying, How could you think of such a stupid idea, fucking moron? (laughs) Cindy, seeing that they can't do Oliver's idea, asks, What are we going to do with the money? Bobby then gets an idea and says, I know. I saw an ad in the newspaper. We can make a fortune raising worms. (laughs) That's what we're going to call it. I've got worms. worms. (laughs) I'm trying to... (laughs) trying to prolong this scene (laughs) then they turn and run to find worms as they run out Oliver yells you mean orange worms as they run out of the family room for the last time (sighs) well we still get another scene (laughs) ironically My sister that raised rabbits, right? I'm serious. (laughs) She built these, or her husband built these wooden, like piece, like wooden half, half box things to capture all the rat, all the, uh, the rabbit poop. Right. Okay. And inadvertently earthworms started finding their way into the poop. And so Mm. it got to the point where these things were completely infested with earthworms. Like I'm talking like you scrape the surface and it looked like brains from a horror movie. It was nothing but solid earthworm. Right. (laughs) Wow. And when they, when word got out that they had a bunch of earthworms in these vats underneath the rabbits farms, farmers in the neighboring you know area would ask if they could buy earthworms from them. So they started buying more rabbits strictly to raise earthworms. Right. And they would feed the rabbits like Mm -hmm. crazy. The rabbits would poop a lot. The poop would generate. I mean, it just kind of happened on its own. And they ended up making more money off the earthworms than they did off the rabbits. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a true story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And any There's no bullshit. Anytime anything would die on the farm, within reason, like if a cow dies, we're not going to do this. But like if it was any kind of rabbit that died or any kind of baby chicken or a baby pig or anything like that, they would put it in the vat of earthworms. And they said earthworms eat all things organic. So like there will be no hair, no bone, nothing. So it was hmm. fascinating. It was pretty neat. They would sell them to fishermen. They would sell them to other farms, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. So I found that ironic. I'm like, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> Crazy. Um, I don't, I don't think you would get away with this um, nowadays dying rabbits. Like I don't think a pet store could actually do it. But having said that they die fish. Hmm. You know, like when you go to pet store and you see those tetras that are like pink and green and yet that's not natural. Obviously they obviously die those. So hmm. if you could die a fish, I'm sure well, you plus, could die a rabbit. 
Well, Mr. Kirby's an ass, like we mentioned earlier. Mm. So he probably like dyed them all evenly. Like, oh, these are orange rabbits. Oh, where do they come from? Oh, they're from Brazil. They, exactly. So yeah, they'll yeah. always stay this color? Hell yeah, they'll always be this color. <laughs> they're Forever. from Ireland. Like, what? <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Oh, God. You know that most redheads come from Scotland, right? I hate having to say that to people. (laughs) You're Irish or something? What's that? People always ask me, are you Irish? Shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, they do sound similar. Scottish accents and Irish accents. And they're from the same part of the world. Yes. (laughs) It's two totally separate countries. Well, are they? I thought um, Scotland was under UK. Um, Under the UK is England, England, Ireland. I guess Scotland, Wales, and I so forget technically the they're not a different country. It's a different territory, <laughs> I mean, but it's not a different are. country. That's like saying Puerto Rico is a different country from the United States. No, it's not. It's part of the territory. <clears throat> Anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Last scene. Scene 20. <sighs> in the family room, the front door opens as the Brady family walks in for the last time. Mm. Carol says... Oh, Greg, we are so proud of you for graduating. No, <laughs> there's with honors, but it was a joke. Um, Carol says, oh, Greg, we're so proud of you for graduating with honors. Too bad your father was out of town and had to miss it. Mm-hmm. Alice walks towards the kitchen saying, I'll break out the ice cream and cake. Carol walks with her saying, I'll help you, Alice. If you listen really closely, you can hear Alice say, fuck, figures you would. As the two of them walk into the kitchen for the last time, as Bobby, Oliver, Marcia, and Peter walk into the living room, Greg holds up his diploma and says, Hey, can you believe it? Peter quickly asks, have you decided what college you're going to go to yet? Greg laughs, thinks and says, no, not yet. You two are just going to have to wait and see who gets my room. Mm. Oliver, super excited, says, I know what to do with your room so they won't fight over it. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Greg, somehow falling for this, asks, what's that, Oliver? Oliver exclaims, make it into a guest room. Marsha, falling for it, too, asks, who'd be the guest? (laughs) Oliver answers, Mm. me, cousin Oliver. Mm. When Oliver sees everyone looking at him with a serious look on their faces, Oliver says, well, gosh, it was only a suggestion. And with that, Mm. Oliver, of all people, have the last line of the series. (sighs) Oliver. Yeah. So, he just graduated. Mm -hmm. He hasn't decided on a college yet. (laughs) Barely not. He's going to take a year off to find himself. (laughs) And Marsha doesn't get the attic room after all. But I mean, they had a whole episode on Marsha automatically gets it next. They decided they were going to go in age order. I know. I gotcha. So Peter's not even in the running. Go ahead and make jokes. See if I So, I mean, I mean, but Mike's not around to be like, no, no, no. We said <laughs> when the cat's away, the so, Michael plays no, the Michael play. Wow. When the cat's away, the mouse will play kind of thing. Exactly. Hmm. All right, whatever. <laughs> I wanted to have a slumber party this night and invite six of my friends over in my own attic room. <laughs> I like the way she says this night. I know, it's so weird. In my own attic room. All right. And that's the end of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. 
Man, that's weird. <sighs> time flies. Yeah. No, can you believe it? Yeah, time flies when you're working your ass off every week trying to get a synopsis done. No, <laughs> no, time definitely flies, and we definitely had a lot of fun doing this. But we're talking like this, like the whole podcast is over. It's not over. We're not I going know, anywhere. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe everybody's trying to pass a hint. Maybe I was like, "Man, it's a we're gonna miss you guys." Like, wait a minute, guys. Like, we're not going. No, no, no. We're we're gonna miss you. Like, it's it sucks that it's ending. Like, but it's not ending. No, no, no. Just stop talking. Just we're gonna miss you guys. Like. Oh, well, maybe, Jesus, maybe we should stop. Like, God. <laughs> no. All right. So I do have an email to read. Oh, okay. <clears throat> For the last time. No, this one. <laughs> no. This one was actually a uh, last minute entry. Oh, wow. So to speak. Barbara. <laughs> from This is from Barbara B. Nice. BB. <laughs> she says, Dear Tech and Jimmy. I'm probably a little late in getting this to you before you record today's final episode mm. show, but my husband, Ron, and I would like to thank you for all you have done in creating this podcast. <laughs> I started listening a little over a year ago and binged the episodes until I caught up last summer. It was around that time I started commuting to work with my husband and we started listening to it together on the mm. drive home. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He and I laugh hysterically at times, and my hubby's comments quite often mirror yours. Mm. We'll be awaiting new episodes of the sequels and movies, and then whatever show you two, two of you would like to take on after. In the meantime, while you're on hiatus, we will backtrack and listen to episodes that aired prior to when we started listening together. Nice. Good. Good. And then she ends with, thank you for the laughter, Barb. Hmm. That's cool. That's cool. That you guys yeah. listen to it like that. That's awesome. My wife, like spoiler alert, my wife doesn't listen. <laughs> you can say whatever you want about her. <laughs> yeah. My wife doesn't listen to this, but it's not really her cup of tea. My wife's very logical and I'm very not logical. And so mm-hmm. I don't think she would see the humor in this. It would just be stupid jokes that I say around the house and stuff. Um, so one thing tech did was tech posted on, um, on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy and I will be recording the series finale of the Brady Bunch Sunday night. A little bittersweet, I have to admit. So if you have any questions or comments, we'll answer them on the show. Leave them below. And we had quite a lot of, of um, quite a lot of comments and, and questions and stuff. Ooh, um, nice, nice. Yeah. All right. Starting, starting at the top. Tom Tomato <laughs> Zaluego. I really hope I didn't mask for that. Um, <laughs> He pointed out that Carol wears a Jay Leno shirt in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> I, I noticed that because I was looking at costumes and I had, I had, <laughs> I had read your comment prior. I was like, that's pretty funny. Like it, it is one of those, <laughs> you know, that's kind of funny. Second one is Renee. Oh. Thank you for bringing this show to our ears. I've loved following along, rewatching and then listening. So hilarious. So good. Oh, yay. That's awesome. That's that cool. Awesome. We've we've loved having you because you've written written into the show and made comments and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher just posted a picture of Greg <laughs> making a silly face with the the orange hair. Um, Mendel, I have enjoyed. It's Mindy. What's that? It's Mindy. Oh, is it Mindy? I write it all the time. Yeah. Okay, Mindy, I have enjoyed your podcast so much. In honor of the last episode of the bunch, would you all please do a little duet? And sing the theme song as you sign off. 
What? So we'll we'll <laughs> save that for the end. Um, <laughs> Tammy, thank you so much for this podcast. I've been a Brady lover my entire life, and you have brought me such joy each week. I laugh so hard at the ridiculous things you guys notice. Have a <laughs> sunshine day. Keep smoking. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Tara or Tara. Mm-hmm. It has been so much fun listening to this podcast. Many boring hours of work transformed. Still, <laughs> would you guys still would like you guys to redo season one? So many gems in it. All mm-hmm. the best and can't wait to listen to what's next. Didn't watch much of Gilligan's Island, nor do I know where to get it in, here in Canada. <laughs> but knowing a bit about the characters, I'm sure I will be equally entertained. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Lauren, who's relatively new to this group, um, this was my initial knee-jerk reaction to the show ending, and she put like a cry face and a broken heart face. (laughs) I'll think of something more poignant to share. (laughs) Glenn. Hmm. Question from Glenn from, I'm going to mask this and I apologize now, Adelaide, South Australia. (laughs) Hey guys, great podcast. No, you got to do it like, hey guys. Great podcast. <laughs> I suck at an Australian accent. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna offend him. <laughs> Did you guys mention the backyard football episode opening where Bobby is feeling up Peter's buns? <laughs> I know what he's talking about because they do that in football too, in American football. They like some guy gets up behind and acts like he's trying. No, I'm not gonna say it. Right. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. Christopher. Uh, Christopher again, same one. Greg lies to the two girls from his school. What hmm. kind of dude tells a lie about his mother instead of just saying my dumbass little brother poured shitty tonic on my hair and turned my hair, my hair orange. Um, I'm going to answer that with okay. a quote from Greg from last week. Okay. Why would I tell a girl the truth? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> also dig Peter's pants in the final scene. I didn't notice. I, I didn't see me. <laughs> Bryn. Oh, Bryn. Are you going to be retroactively redoing all the season one episodes like you did with the honeymoon? <laughs> There's a lot of requests for the season yeah. one stuff. huh? I know at one point you suggested that was the plan. Apart from that, what's next? The Brady kids cartoon, the Brady brides, the Brady bunch variety hour. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, you just wait, Brendan. See, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, we announced on the show last week. So apparently yeah. Brendan doesn't listen. No, I'm teasing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the plan is to. Um, well, we'll go over. We're going to go over. Okay, we'll go over. Right. All right. Mary, no question, but I wanted you guys to know how much I've enjoyed and loved your podcast. I look forward to it every Thursday, and I am guaranteed a lot of laughs. The Vince Price imitation had me in tears, and I've re-listened to the Tiki <laughs> episode more than once. I'm sad. To, <laughs> I'm sad to see this end, but I look forward to you tackling Gilligan's Island. I do have a question. Will there be a delay once you finish the Brady Bunch before you move on to the to Gilligan's Island? I know you guys need a break, but I'm selfishly hoping you don't have to wait. We don't have to wait too long. Hmm. And then Bryn said, seconded, my absolute favorite is when they start talking about the booth at the swap meet. It had me in stitches every time. The booth at the swap meet? <laughs> Come on, go. We got to figure this I'm, out. I don't, booth at the, they're talking about the, the Vincent Price episode. There was no swap me there, was there? The booth? That's, no, they're talking about a different episode. Well, they're about the dunking booth? 
<laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll move on. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me respond to M- Mary. So, um, um, oh, that's first of all, these are all going to make me cry. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Mary cry from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary, that's awesome. Uh, Mm, Vincent Price. <laughs> mm, what'd you like? Oh, man. This is, I, I can honestly say, and I know Tack, me and Tack agree like 85% of the time. Um, <laughs> this is as fun for us as it is for you guys. It really is. For sure. And the fact that you guys are so into it makes it even more fun. Um, <clears throat> do you make money from this podcast? Ooh, she's getting a little so, personal. Um, Who's it? Who asked that? Uh, this is, um, Laura. Laura. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes and no. Um, <laughs> All right. The, the podcast does generate an income of sorts because we have um, the promos that you hear on the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the Patreons. And then we also have the, the T-shirts and stuff like that. <clears throat> Having said right. that, the way Patreon operates is the Patreon budget pays for what gets sent out. Mm-hmm. So, although, you know, we have Patreons, but that money goes towards the stuff that they, they get sent. So the merchandise, the, and yeah, it generates them. money, but it doesn't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two other forms, um, technically does it generate money? Yes. Do we draw any paycheck from it? Uh, no, we don't no. no. What we're hoping to do is some sort of meetup either at the house in California or in Cincinnati. So to, to answer it like casually, yes and no, like it. I guess technically it does, but we don't see it. Yeah. The show makes money. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't see any, the, the money, money doesn't go to anybody. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, we could use it for things like uh, more merchandise or for um, new equipment that we may need to make right. the show sound better or things yeah. like that. Like we're not collecting a paycheck or anything. No, we're, we're not, not getting no, rich no. off. As you can see, we're still working our day jobs <laughs> and we talk about it all the time. So, right, right, right. so yeah. And that was the, uh, that was the last question. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, thanks, are everybody. Any, are there any questions on that that we didn't answer that we just kind of skimmed over? I don't think so. Well, thanks, everybody, for uh, saying such nice things, asking questions. That's awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so cool. We do take a little bit of a break. As you guys know, we take a hiatus, usually about a month. Um, that's about four episodes. And that's not really... I mean, it's, and I know it sucks. It sucks for us too. Cause when I go to work on Thursdays, like I listen to the show too, as kind of weird as that is. Um, mm-hmm. then it's not the same when we don't produce the show. It's kind of like, Oh, that's right. The show's not coming out today. Um, but it's really just so that we don't get burnt out, which I mean, I can't imagine getting burnt out on this. Um, but you know, we, we also have kids and families and, um, this kind of allows us to spend Sunday nights with our families, you know, for a few weeks mm-hmm. before we start back on the podcast. My family is super, super, super understanding. I got three kids and a wife. And when I record, you know, they kind of go into their, <laughs> their separate rooms and so that I can have a quiet yeah. place to record this. And plus, I mean, the language we use sometimes I don't want my kids around hearing it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's also, you know, one of those things where it's not just me and tech doing it. It's our families doing it too. And, um, so that's one of the reasons why we take the hiatus, not just for me and tech, but just for everybody involved. So, yeah, yeah, exactly right. All right. So everybody, you know, what we did here today. We had a good time. We Don't did. be offended. We do love the show. Well, we did love the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
We're not racist or sexist. No, we are not. But also, <clears throat> we would like to personally thank all of our Patreon pa- our Patreon producers. Because mm-hmm. um, without you, this wouldn't be possible. And I feel like this goes without saying, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, totally understand. Some people are obviously are really into the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Obviously, right? There may be some people out there that's not so much into Gilligan's Island, right? Mm-hmm. And um, whether or not you choose to listen to the show, that's awesome. You always, you know, are a friend of the show. And if you ever want to write in and just say hi on Facebook or Instagram, 100% feel free to, even if you don't listen to the show. But that also goes to our Patreons. If some of the Patreons are like, you know what, I'm not really a huge fan. No hard feelings. We completely understand if you want to like pause from supporting it. No hard feelings whatsoever. And I know tech feels the same way. So don't feel like, you know, you're going to hurt our feelings or that we're going to, you know, <laughs> there's going to be ill feelings about it. there's not. So um, I feel like that goes without saying, but we are starting a new show and there might be some people that's not into it. So. Well, we'll still sprinkle in the Brady. We are, we're always going to keep it Brady. We so. are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I just don't want people to feel like that's not an option. I don't want them mm-hmm. to feel like we're going to think they're assholes or whatever. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. So going forward, like what I was saying was uh, we want to personally thank all the producers, um, people like Christina S. Jim M. Margo M. Robert B. Elena S. Jill S. KDB. Kid Hayes. <laughs> Pepe. Mindy, and I think that's it. Is it? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. All, I mean, all the people that matter, anyways. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. <laughs> that's right, And of course, last and certainly not least, actually, it's the opposite because they were the first. Jim Larison. Our, I mean, there was so many episodes, Jim, that we could not have done without you. And I mean, that's in the <laughs> exactly. quite literal sense. We couldn't have done it without you. So <laughs> right. you have no idea how much we appreciate it. Your comments mm-hmm. that you've left over the years, like, we really, really do appreciate it. And Jenny, of course. Yes. All the and sports Jenny. advice, like, we couldn't have done it without you either. <laughs> right. Correcting us when we sound like morons talking about sports and stuff. Go <laughs> right. sports. So, um, yeah. all of you guys. when we do hit the sports things. Exactly. Correctly. Yeah, yeah. She's like our little, oh, she's like a cheerleader. That's a sports <laughs> reference. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so all of you guys we appreciate you guys um, yeah. and uh, we will Thank be back before so too long and during the hiatus feel free to message us feel free yeah. to say hi feel free to ask us how it's going like it's you know we're we're cool I think <laughs> <laughs> I think we're cool I think so I would hang out with me <laughs> me too I would I would talk to me on Facebook <laughs> alright so we're going to hand out some homework assignments I know it's the last day of class and we got summer break coming up where you're still going to have a little homework first one is check out the website at yes. LearnBradyPodcast.com do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts Podchaser and CastBox tell two friends about the show and if you don't like the show then tell them they could suck it I don't know well if you don't like the show it's going to change so you might like it Yeah. Mm-hmm. send an email to the show and tell us how you like or disliked the show <laughs> At a very Brady podcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join in on the conversation and all the fun at a very Brady Facebook group. If you would like to be a producer, check out the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. Check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get updates like, I don't know, like <laughs> how our hiatus is going. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> check out the network at theretronetwork.com. Yes. Check out our T Public store for merch. Links in the description of this episode. And if any of you guys have ideas for some nifty shirts for the for Gilligan's Island, feel mm-hmm. free to feel free to write in. Might be interesting. Maybe yeah. we'll do another t-shirt contest. Ooh, for sure. Yeah. And go out there and watch the Brady Bunch or Gilligan's Island to prepare. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And we do have one more quick thing to play for everybody. This is uh, our good buddy, Jim Larson. He sent in a little audio clip. And so let's hear what uh, Jim has to say. Hey, Jimmy and Tat. It's Jim Larison here, one of your producers, one of the OG uh, with Jenny. Uh, I wanted to shoot you guys a quick thank you and congratulations on the last five seasons of a very Brady podcast. You guys have done a really wonderful job at taking us through the history of the Brady's with so much humor, (laughs) laughs and fun, even with some of the worst Brady episodes ever created. Kelly's kids. (laughs) So I want to thank you guys for everything you've done. I started listening early in season one. Yeah. Oof, that was rough, but it got better. <laughs> you guys are really on afterburners after that. When Jimmy joined, things went really the right direction. And uh, I'm looking forward to what comes next. Though I know the Brady's change and a lot of new things come. I think you guys are going to really provide us with an amazing journey as we go into what the Brady's do next. And then who knows? I'll be with you guys and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you again for everything you do. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to cry. Yeah, Jim, you're awesome. You really are. Yeah. Uh, we do appreciate all the, the kind words and yeah, we're not going anywhere. Nope. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I got to admit, uh, you know, when TAC first asked me to join, you know, I was a little nervous because I, I wasn't really <laughs> a Brady Bunch listener or, wa- or listener. I wasn't really a watcher. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was, I always enjoy doing podcasts with Tat. Me and Tat have done a couple podcasts together. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, doing this show has, has really been enjoyable for Tat and I. It really has. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been tons of fun. And it helps when you're friends for 35 years. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so you kind of finish each other's jokes and stuff. So that helps. So we do appreciate all the kind words and we're not going anywhere at all. And, you know, we'll try Mm -hmm. the Gilligan's Island. If it doesn't work, we can always switch gears and do something else. (laughs) It's show wise. Do something, do another series. I mean, not another podcast. <laughs> all right, right, right. All right. So on the next episode. Yep. <laughs> well, well, there's not really anything to say except <laughs> as everybody already knows, we're gonna be taking a hiatus to we're gonna be taking a hiatus to prepare for next season. We'll be doing Gilligan's Island next, mixing in subsequent Brady Bunch extracurriculars along the way, always mm-hmm. keeping it Brady. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Brady Brady's not going anywhere from this podcast. We will we will be doing episodes on everything from the Brady Bunch cartoons to the variety show to a very Brady Christmas to Brady Brides, as well as the what I can't what I can't wait for is the the nineties <laughs> parody movies. And maybe some other surprise episodes along the way. Mm-hmm. So we're not going anywhere, so don't change that dial. Nope. We will be returning for an all-new season of A Very Brady Podcast on Thursday, August 4th. So we will see you there. And also, Indeed. we're not changing the name. It's still going to be A Very Brady Podcast. Yep. Always will be. Yep. Always keeping it Brady. Yep. So, <sighs> unless you have anything else? Um, usually I just say, nope, and we move on, but... <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
thanks so much guys it's been tons of fun it has been the Brady Bunch and uh, can't wait for uh, the next season yeah and uh, we will see you there yes sir so alright well I have been Jimmy and I've been Tack and this has been a very Brady podcast and we will see you on another sunshine day keep smoking This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.